Hi there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, the podcast that discusses the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP in an enthusiastic, informative, and often humorous way. Show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leaventodaypodcast.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please subscribe and leave a comment. Until then, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast. This is episode number 47. Thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time, welcome to the family. Uh, We think you'll like it here. If this is not your first time and you are one of our listeners, welcome home. Um, My name is Mark. uh, One of the co-hosts and sitting across from me is the game changer herself, Jess. Punch it, Chewy. Hello. And to the right of me is the trail master of puppets himself, Udi. No bedsheets. What was that? Did that sound weird to you? Yes. <laughs> what was that? Are you trying to do like, okay, I'm going to do my, in my Miss Adopt impersonation of you. Hello. Oh, that's what you just did. All right. So, <laughs> holy crap, that was weird. Well, welcome again. Uh, so tonight we are going to have a special guest, uh, Mr. Jay Bratton is going to return. Always a good time. Yes. And he is going to talk about holiday foods, um, uh, his review of the park. When he went there just in October, and a couple pro pro tips for enjoying your holiday food experience. Hashtag pro tip. Pro tip. Yeah, but before that, we have one on one with Jess, and we have the news. Uh, so we are in the fourth quarter of 2017. Um, as of tomorrow, the holiday season uh, officially starts at Disneyland. Uh, and so you will be seeing all kinds of decorations and all kinds of great, great stuff. I don't think anything's currently down. Um, I think everything's in full, full swing. Uh, Jingle Cruise will be, will still be the Jungle Cruise. That's the only thing that I think that's going to be different this year. Boo. Boo. Yeah. All right. How's everyone doing? I am fantastic. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. I can't deal with that voice right now. Okay. Uh, no, I'm doing well. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll just go into our news. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Uh, tonight's news is brought to you by Trader Sam's Coffee. You know, these guys encourage you to brew your happy place. Um, you know, Christmas is coming up, Udi and Jess. Uh, do you think they have any good gift ideas? You know, if you if you don't, I, I, I've got one for you. And this one might help me out for a couple of the coffee drinkers that I know. Okay. Uh, Trader Sam's has a holiday gift set. Uh, it comes with uh, five of their most popular flavors along with 
the winter edition of their Adventures mug, which I dig that thing. So uh, I've said it before. I said again, get the mug, and that Adventures edition is sweet. Awesome. Sweet. So they what they had like nine nine flavors you can choose from, anyways, right? Yep. Uh, so they still have that sampler pack, right? They do. They oh. have that too. And don't forget about if you don't know coffee, there's always apparel. There's oh yes. Apparel. Apparel. They have some cool looking shirts. Yeah. Do they have socks? Shirts. Mm. Okay. I can't, it's okay. I'm just <laughs> well, thinking very my cool. toes. That's awesome. And yeah, guys, if you go to TraderSamsCoffee.com, uh, check out their selection of uh, clothes and coffee. Um, and if you order, you can enter our special code. What is our code? LTP20. And what does that get you, Jess? 20% off your first order. Okay. So guys and girls, I encourage you guys to do that. Uh, enter LTP20 in the, in the checkout code. You save 20% off your first order. Very cool people. Very cool cause. Very good coffee. It's awesome coffee. Makes your house smell great, too, when you brew it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So with Trader Sam's Coffee, brew your happy place. Okay. So um, here's our news tonight. We have a, a few interesting topics. Um, where do we start first? You know, actually, let's talk with this. We have, I think, four items we have to talk about. Yeah. Um, Two I've written down and two sort of surfaced between that by the time we're right. Yeah, right, I wrote right, these right. in the time and and now. So um, one of the things we talked about, um, uh, let's talk about uh, Disney boycotting or stopping the L.A. Times um, from advanced screenings of said Disney films. Yep. So what happened was uh, the L.A. Times wrote an article about uh, the relationship between Disney and the city of Anaheim. And I, I don't, I didn't really read the full article, but it was something in the fact that Disney hasn't paid their fair share of stuff. And, yep. Um, so it was, it was critical. It's critical of, of the relationship and what Disney hadn't hadn't done or hasn't done rather. Right. And so Disney doesn't like that, and so no. they said, well, you know what? Just for that, we are going to ban you from any advanced screenings of our films. Um, so there's a little. I think they may have crossed the line, their journalistic line, by doing that. Uh, you know, um, I, I think so. I mean, you know, real, realistically, true journalism um, is going to go into places that sometimes people don't like. And, you know, a, a true journalist is going to do that. I mean, they're going to just, you know, put their head down and um, and go and write whatever. I mean, hopefully they're writing the truth. Uh, right. But, um, yeah, and so, and then, you know, if someone doesn't like it, I mean, I, I guess you can have the argument like, okay, well, um, you know, we don't like it, so it's a privilege, so we're going to negate that. But when it comes to news, uh, you know, you, you got to have to take the good with the bad. So I, I, I agree that they kind of uh, overstepped a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think. So, but what happened was, you know, the other um, association of critics and film critics and from other papers on the East mm-hmm. Coast kind of band or joined together. Mm-hmm. And said, you know what? We're not even going to re- we're not even going to consider your Disney films um, for, for any re- awards. Yeah. For any awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so Disney quickly retracted their. <laughs> yeah, thing. they kind of pulled back. And you know what? I, honestly, I hate that they do st- things like this every once in a while. Like every once in a while, they get um, kind of um, what's the word I want to say? Vindictive, or I don't know if yeah. that's too strong that's, of a that's word. That's a good word. Is that the word? Vindictive is a good yeah. word. Okay, it comes off as vindictive. Whether or not they're trying to be vindictive, it comes off that way to yeah. everyone else. We're looking at like, well, that's kind of like crappy, right? Well, I mean, aren't we sort of seeing it with this Western Gateway now? Well, yeah, and that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But yeah, I mean, they're they're I mean, they're they're Disney, and yes. so I think uh, 
Yeah, because uh, what was the other thing that we talked about? How they're trying to buy, what, Fox now? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah, that, Jess and I had a conversation about that, and I'm like, I don't know if that's going to go through. But, yeah, they're getting... Yeah. For a multimedia organization, they're getting up there. I mean, quite... They're doing exactly what they want to do. Yeah, and remember, they also did this, like, shenanigans with The Force Awakens with the mm-hmm. Arclight Theater. Yep. And now I heard that they are they are asking for a bigger percentage of cuts from the movie theaters for... For the Last Jedi, I expect to be well paid. I'm in it for the money. Whatever. Which, yeah, that. Just stop. Like, just stop. You're gonna just make. Stop. You're gonna make. We were. You know, I haven't looked at what they estimated receipts were for Force Awakens, and I get. I get mad because they taint my Star Wars when they do. <laughs> they taint it. You know, you they make it. They. they make you mean it. the Last Jedi? Uh, Last Jedi. Oh. Well, no, no. Force Awakens. I don't know what they did with that. You know how much they made? Oh, I have no idea. I, I didn't look because at one point, I, I think before the movie came out, I was like, "Dude, they're gonna make billions with a B. I mean, oh yeah, good jillion dollars on this movie with licensing and and merchandise and all the things they do. So I, for them to try to get a bigger cut, I'm like, dude, just give it to the look. Theaters are struggling. If you don't let them um, make their money, guess what? What do you get? You guys are gonna go direct to video? <laughs> and we all know your directed videos sometimes are uh, <clears throat> they're terrible. Sure. So stop. Like, yeah. Let you can't bite the hand that's feeding you, Disney. Just just stop when it comes to this kind of stuff. But anyway. Anyway. Off the soapbox. Well, maybe you get back on the soapbox. So yeah, get back on. Okay. Uh, am I jumping back on? Okay. No, no. no well, we're still. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're still in the Star Wars thread right now. So okay. uh, we talked. There's actually two. Two things. Uh, Ryan Johnson, we were ta- talking about today. Correct. Um, I guess through Disney slash Lucasfilm, uh, signed on to do and a trilogy. Correct. Not with the Lucas... I mean, not with the Skywalker family. Correct. Okay. All, now, they say it's going to be all new characters. Mm-hmm. What that means, I don't. You know what my quiet little um, wish is when I heard this? What's that? Star Wars Rebels. Oh, I want to get to that in a second. Okay. What did you say? Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. Yes. yes. Okay. Reb- I um, heard Rebel. Red Bulls. So this is. One? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so this is good, um, yep. and it's more interesting um, that this is going to be. I mean, it only. How do I phrase this? They must really like what they've seen so far in the Last Jedi, to have faith in him to to, to do this. Well, we we had this comment before, and we've had this conversation. We've had it with Ricky, and I've had it with other people. That this one. Everything, even the one trailer that I've seen, or the, I'm sorry, the two, that second one came out, and I just, I about lost my mind. Did you see the extended version? No, I haven't. Dude, everyone dies. Everyone dies. No way. Spoiler alert. Anyway. Do you um, want to know what happens in the extended one? No. Okay. I'm, I'm good. I, I stayed away from it. I said no. I don't want to do it because I am going to see The Last Jedi here probably in the theaters. I'm anticipating at the minimum three but if not, probably in the theater five to six. I have a feeling that's where I'll see how many times I'll see it in the theater. Okay. In contrast, how many did you see the uh, Force Awakens? Five. Five, okay. Yep. And I've seen it Somebody's got issues. since then. Hey, I'm not going to criticize how many times you've watched, I don't know, name a movie. Name? Pirates. Okay, how many times have you seen Pirates? The, the original? Yeah. In theaters? In theaters, you saw it, what, twice, maybe? No, I saw it eight. 
Eight? Okay. Yeah. Someone needs to shut their mouth over there because like, you're being, you're pedal, you know. Pedal I saw it the mic. day the DVD came out, like mm-hmm. was being sold and out in stores. I went to the theaters and saw it. Okay. And then how many times have you seen it? I don't know. Too many to count. Okay. There you go. So just Star Wars is my thing. Whatever. Thank you for Goodbye. the salute. Anyway, so continue, please. Sorry. I just, I run off on Jack. Get me on Star Wars. I start running around like a madman. Um, what we're talking about? We were talking about Ryan Johnson. Correct. Okay, and so this is good news. I mean, it just came out today. Right. Th- this news, so we haven't had time to, to digest it or what it really means. But there's a lot more Star Wars stuff coming to a theater near you at some point. Well, I said it when when Disney bought Lucasfilm. I'm like, oh, we're gonna get Star Wars and a lot of it. Well, yeah. I mean, they're gonna. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're banking a lot. I mean, they're banking their future on this stuff. They are. And rightly so, because um, as long and my fear has always been the same thing, oversaturation. Oversaturation is a danger. It is scary. But that being said, they're keeping the bar really, really high. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens, fantastic. Um, the um, Rogue One, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, what they're doing with Star Wars Rebels. I'm glad I jumped on that bandwagon. I know I'm late, but thank God I'm on it. Okay, so let's go yeah. into that. Okay, um, I'm a, I consider myself a Star Wars guy, but I do not know what Star Wars Rebels is. It's an animated thing, right? Yes. Okay. I know there's legions of people that are listening right now. Well, I hope mm-hmm. there's legions of people going, Mark, Star Wars yeah. Rebels, you know, right? Yeah. Animated thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm guys. I I'm not into all this stuff really. So shocker. But, Udi, what is all this about, anyway? So, Star Wars Rebels is dealing with um, a post... Um, it's bridging the gap. Now, I'm trying to remember where it's bridging the gap. Because it, but it follows uh, Phoenix Squad. Now, Phoenix Squad is composed of one, two, three, four, four people. Or, I'm sorry, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Ooh. Five different characters and an Archie unit. Okay. okay, so basically they're running around. They're running. They're basically rebels, and so they're always up against the the empire. So it's just their adventures. What's going on? Uh, Ahsoka Tano jumps in. Which, if you guys don't know who that is, and you probably won't, and wake up, Jess. Ahsoka Tano is Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> sure, you're right. Anakin Skywalker's apprentice from the Clone Wars. So now she's. Up, grown up from that. It just, it just, the way the show is done is fantastic. Again, we're into season four already being broadcasted. I'm only, well, I'm just about done with two, uh, going, moving on to three. But you skipped one, right? Yeah, I skipped one because I couldn't find it. Oh. And uh, who, it was a Joey. Joey threw me like, hey, go over here. I've seen it over here. So, okay. Um, uh, but so anyway. w- what is the time frame in uh, the films? And is- I want to say, and, and you guys correct me, which you will quite quickly, I want to say it's bridging the gap. Uh, it's bridging gaps between um, Clone Wars and... Um, Revenge um, of the Sith? No, no. Uh, and um, New Hope. Oh, okay. In there. Okay. I want to say it's in there because they're dealing with the Empire... And um, it's in that in that area in that vein. Okay. Yeah, because it's not post because Darth is running around and. Oh, gotcha. And and they do Darth good. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out then. Um, yeah. Don't yeah. worry, I, I got you. All, All right, cool. I'm done. Cool. All right. Um, before we get into the big news story, um, there's another. This is from the OC Register. Someone wrote. Um, Disneyland must make these eight fixes to handle larger crowds. 
Um, so what do you guys think about these eight things? I thought I'm just going to read them to you. Number one, a dedicated I-5 ramp for traffic from the south. I like it. Yes. I like that, too. I like that a lot. Very good idea. Although we come from the north, so yeah, we don't but, get impacted. Yeah, but no, but you think about it, that would just funnel people just quicker. It's sure. Just, it's just faster. Yes. Uh, number two, a better central drop-off pickup location. Doesn't really bother me. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if that if that. Makes I don't a think difference. it's a huge. Difference. I, I don't think that's a big difference. Um, Personally, no, I, I, because that could be just can that can get just as congested as anything else, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like something you got to focus on. I could okay. be wrong. Hmm. I mean, I still remember the days of getting dropped off right at the front gate. Absolutely. So anyway, Ab- uh, absolutely. How many do. people can remember that? I vaguely remember it. Okay, you're like two. I was not two, you oh, a-hole. You gave it like three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't remember. How old would you have been? Eight? No. Probably, I would say six or seven. Okay. What year were you born? 88. Oh, yeah, you should remember that. Mm-hmm. You should remember that. Yeah. Um, number three, Disney's Magical Express. Now, I think this must be some sort of trans uh, transport system. So what Disney's Magical Express is, is um, if you're staying in one of the... Disney hotels in Florida. Because mm-hmm. um, you know how they mail you your magic bands before. So you have your magic bands before you even get on your plane. Okay. So you have your magic bands. You have all that good stuff. When you get on your plane and you fly to Florida, when you get off of your airline, you do not grab your luggage. Disney's Magic Express grabs all of your luggage. They load it up. You go straight onto the bus, and the that Magic Express drives you straight to the resort. Oh, cool! So that would be awesome. So something like that at John Wayne Airport or Burbank. Or I something. would say Burbank, John Wayne, and LAX. I'd oh. say it'd be going from all three. Okay. Well, yeah, because I mean, most people will funnel in. If people don't know, like we know, you go to John, John Wayne. Wayne. Mm-hmm. We know that. Not yeah. everybody knows that, or you know. We, We've talked about it before. Some people don't always plan as deeply as they should. Yeah. So if you're flying in, we go John Wayne because mm-hmm. we know we're right there. Um, yeah. So I would say all three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, number four, our own Star Wars or Avengers. Um, Avengers over H- yourself. Hotel. No. Our own Star Wars or Get Avengers Get over hotel. it. so angry. And here's what's going to surprise Probably Jess's. I don't agree with that either. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I don't, agree with I don't that. think that that's gonna. You think that's gonna give you crowd control? No, yeah, it's gonna no. bring in more people. Well, no. Maybe they're trying to say like people will if they do it like the full immersive Star Wars thing, like they talk about what they're gonna do. Maybe. <laughs> I know Mark's favorite word. Um, maybe that would keep people there longer. Yeah. But you know, I, I for me, I'm still gonna go with that. May be cool, a f- couple hour distraction, but I'm still going into the park. There you because go. yeah, it, that is too one. That's too narrow. I think of a scope too narrow to go like Star Wars theme, like like we talked about before. A wing, sure. A full <laughs> hotel, man. Yeah, no. As much as I love Star but Wars. What about if they? What if they had a Star Wars land about I don't know in between thirteen and fifteen acres? I think if they got it, they'd have to be fourteen because I think thirteen would be too small and fifteen yes. would be too big. Way too big. <laughs> yeah. They should they should look into that. Um, that might be an idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might write those guys after this. I don't know, man. What what are they? Quick thinking? quick note to self. Uh, okay. Contact Team Disney Anaheim. Hey guys, build a Star Wars land, roughly fourteen. Okay, okay Siri. No, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, number five, sorry. a monorail stop in Disney California Adventure. No. 
Oh, Jess says no. Uh, I know, don't think I don't, that's going to help I with... I don't know. Well, okay. If, if they're trying to make it so it helps with crowd control, I don't think. Because how many people really jump at monorail? Not a lot. Not, Not a lot. lot. Sadly. No. I mean, even we. I mean, we went and we didn't jump on the monorail. We will next time, though. I'm telling you that right now. They should extend the monorail to a different location where, like, a parking garage is where they can just I agree. Get, get on there. That would help because that would funnel people in and out much quicker. Yeah, they have the infrastructure for this. They do. Yeah. They, they've they had it for a while. Yes. Okay. No bag security lanes. Uh, I'm okay with that. You would want them to have... Oh, yeah. Give me at least two. Two? Yeah. Because like, yeah. you know how there's, like, the right side yeah. for... Or for Disneyland and then the left side, just put one on each side. Yep, no bags. Like no if, bags. You're, if you have no check, they can. Yeah, that would speed things up dramatically. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. I, I I can totally agree with that. Yeah, because then when we go, you carry the backpack and we're mm-hmm. we'll, we'll catch in and out. We'll catch you. Yeah, we'll catch you up security. You and thirteen can hang out. And <laughs> we'll, yeah, and then we'll walk. Yeah, we can <laughs> so have, I'll go have a beer. Yeah, we'll go have a beer while you guys are waiting to get through security. I like uh, it, especially if you put like pocket knives or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number seven, more good, this is perfect, more good quick service dining options in downtown Disney. No. No. Again, you're trying to, I think where they're, the idea is they're trying to funnel people to go eat and get outside of the park, which enough people do that already, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. You know, we've had, I mean, even though we're going to have Jay on, and I'm sure he would howl and go like, no way, because uh, he said it before, you got to eat in the park. But um, no, I don't think that would serve any purpose to funnel people out. And, I don't and, think so either. Yeah, I mean... Downtown Disney is a place to go hang out, but it's not, again, if we're going, that is a side. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I uh, I think Jay considers Downtown Disney part of the resort experience because he likes Catal. That's true. Which I've never been. Yeah, maybe I was. And wrong. he likes to Uva Bar and Tortilla. Well, I don't know. Now I'm all hungry. I can't talk about this. <laughs> all right, but no, I. You're going to be hungry, even hungry in a little bit. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Yes, I don't really agree with that. Okay, number eight. I don't even know what they're talking about here. Reopen the Blue Sky Cellar. That has nothing to do with with, with crowd control. I've been what? in there several several times. What would that do? Uh, nothing. I don't think it would do anything. No. Okay, I'm upset with that. You're like, and no. And no. All right. So that brings us to the top story of tonight. Let's see here. Um... You guys all know this story. When will Pixar Pier um, open at Disney California Adventure? What? They're doing a Pixar Pier at California Adventure? They are. No pic- way. It's funny you should ask, and I'm just going to read it to you. A Pixar-themed land will open at Disney California Adventure next summer. Disneyland officials said. They said that, so it's official. Oh, it must be then. Yes. Paradise Pier, a themed land based off of California boardwalks in Hollywood, will undergo a massive transformation and turn into Pixar Pier, an area dedicated to the characters and stories from Disney's popular Pixar animation studios. Are you going to get your own ride? Yeah. <laughs> I am. Pixar Pier will comprise of four new rethemed neighborhoods based on The Incredibles, Toy Story, Inside Out, and a collection of others. Um, the most dramatic change will happen with the Boardwalk's iconic California Screaming Roller Coaster as a central part of a land based on The Incredibles. The high you are going to get a ride. The high-speed roller coaster will be modernized and rethemed as the Incredicoaster, featuring a mid-century modern-style loading area, new character moments, and a new look for the new ride vehicles. Um, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and other Toy Story characters will inspire another neighborhood around Toy Story Mania, Mania, which will remain as the anchor attraction. Makes sense. A new family-friendly attraction 
is in the works to anchor a land based off of the five emotions of Inside Out. It's pegged, <laughs> it's pegged for the western part of the boardwalk. No Fantastic. date has been Fantastic. no Sorry. date has been set for the opening of the, the, the new attraction. The fourth neighborhood will be a collection of Pixar stories on the boardwalk. The games are the boardwalk, a collection of midway games designed in the styles of 1920s era seaside amusement parks, will be rethemed as the midway game, uh, as midway games the Pixar characters. Mickey's face will remain on Mickey's fun wheel, uh, but the Ferris wheel type rides, uh, 24 gondolas, will each feature a different Pixar character. Okay, additionally, Disney will turn Ariel's Grotto restaurant and the Cove Bar into a lounge and grill. Um, they will both close on January 8th, and the Cove Bar will be open shortly in April before closing to complete the overhaul. Hmm. Let's see. What else? Oh, the area around Paradise Pier, which includes Paradise Gardens and the rides Silly Symphony, Swings, Goofy Sky School, The Little Mermaid, and more will become a new land called Paradise Park. Okay. So you saw the pictures. I'll put these online. Um, they look great. So you, you see where this little attraction is over on the western side there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks in, the, in that helix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me pull it back up here. Are you talking about... Well, there's nothing in there. No, just to the right of, the, the right of, of Mickey's Fun Wheel. Do you, you see how there's an attraction uh-huh. in there? Yeah, so that's... That looks suspiciously close to Flick's Flyers. How can you even see that? Oh, I know. Eagle eye guy, because I'm looking at it too going, Oh, yeah. <laughs> how did you see that? How do you see that? Well, I've looked at this picture before many times, and... Uh, um, that, that's just what it looks like to me. Like it's a regular hmm. spinner, like one they already have in operation. Yep. Just trying to still put everything together. What? Like just everything the way it looks. What is all the way to the left? I am talking and they can tell I am looking into a computer. Know, just all the way to the up. left. Yeah. What's that to the left? That is the new housing for the Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. That's what this picture is down here. The bottom. That's screaming. Yeah, but that's going to be the new uh, boarding and loading. Oh, I guess I can. Okay, now I can see. Okay, it just, to me, I, cause, okay, yeah, sure, got it. Oh, I, It's just, yeah, I, I see it now. I see it. I, got, I like that. I actually like that. No, I think that this is freaking awesome. This design? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love The Incredibles, and I think this is fantastic. Dude, I watched it again uh, for, like, probably the 12th time, maybe about two weeks ago. God, such a good movie. No, this is going to be yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. No, this is going to be great. I can't wait for Incredibles 2, by the way. That's coming. Sure. Mark, how is it going to feel to start in your movie, a second movie? That's well, it's going to feel great. Yeah. It's gonna awesome. feel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's go over this real quick, or not so quick, whatever. Um, <sighs> first off, uh, they need to change the name of the park. Never. Oh no! I, I I've said it before. I agree, it, but it won't happen. It, it will, it will it, it, dude. It's gonna happen. Nope. They spent too much money dropping that apostrophe. Does, <laughs> they no, did. It doesn't matter. Does spent not way matter. Way too much money. Does not matter. How much? How much did they spend? Mark, do you know how much they spent doing that? Probably some million dollars, something like that. Yeah, dude. It's nothing. It's nothing for them. Literally dropping the bucket. Mm-hmm. What's Iger probably has it like. Like he, like he dropped it. Like, what was that? What was that thudding sound? Oh, it's seven million fell in my pocket. You're right. Come on. I mean, no, it's it's no. It, I don't think it's anything. They're gonna change. It. They I, I, they need to change it. I, I'm one billion percent behind you on that one, Mark. 
Yeah, I just I'm just trying to figure what the bigger play here is. Um, they want this is supposed to be coming out in the summer of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, is it to help offset the, the the manic crowds of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge coming up? I think I think that has played the attempt. It. Yeah, it's the play to kind of make sure. I mean, they've been doing things for the last year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to pull more people in the DCA. Yeah. I mean, we've had that conversation. I mean, the season pass thing, all those different things that they've been trying to do to get people into that park. This is yet an, another attempt. And now, with the fact that the Eastern Gateway project has been kiboshed for who knows how long. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about it. They were thinking about that's where Marvel was going to go. Yeah. And now that's gone. So what are we going to do? Because that was their only hope. I mean, I personally, I think the only hope to try to even in, in some infinitesimal way to reduce any kind of crowds out of Galaxy's Edge would to be have something in that neighborhood or that offering coming to try to pull GCA to try to get that person who just goes, I just don't want to deal with that crowd. Yeah. But I still want to go to Disney okay. and offer them something. But now... Without that going on, mm-hmm. for who knows if ever, right? What do they got to do? Well, you know? yeah. What do they have to do? And that's so. The original plan was to have Marvel Land come out and take over the area where the buses load and unload. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's not in play anymore. No. Nope. So what I think is going to happen um, is that, and Rudy was right. Bugs Land is going to be gone. Yep. And I think that and whatever Hollywood Land is going to be. Converted to Marvel Land. Um, I think that whole area is going to be Marvel stuff. Okay. And I think they're going to have to re rethink and retheme their what is realistic for Marvel Land. And I, I do know because I was listening to another podcast today. Um, so with the Tron cycles in Shanghai, right? Mm-hmm. I and this guy is straight up legit. I mean, he's into it. He said. That Disneyland has already ordered two more of these ride systems. Okay, okay. so one is going. We know one is going to right. the Disney World. Yeah. yeah, the other one was supposed to be going to DCA for right. Captain America. Right. They don't. They no longer have the footprint in real estate for that. Mm-mm. So where do they may have some footprint? You know where they have. I know. But and will they do it? Will they do it? That's what I'm hoping they do. I don't want to say it. Well, I'll say it. I think it it, it could and slash should go into into Tomorrowland. Absolutely. That has been the argument and the discussion we've had every time Tomorrowland gets brought up. Okay, I'm back on my soapbox. Um, That's why I always say, you bring that in there. You make that land relevant again. It's been irrelevant, and we've had discussion. I mean, how many people have agreed with this? Many people. Many people have. many, Many of our guests have. They all agree the same thing. Tomorrowland needs it. Need something there. So if they do have that and they put an order for it, and there, I mean, there you go. Make that happen. Make Tomorrowland great again for everything, please. I'm like, I, I'm not a beggar, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting you on the are, edge. You're I, I, right now, I'm you getting are on the edge. You're begging right now. I'm on the edge because that would be. You're on Galica's edge. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great t shirt about making Tomorrowland great again. Which one? <laughs> make Tomorrowland great again. Oh, man. That would be a good T-shirt. I wonder if anyone's come up with that. But anyway, no. Sounds clever. <laughs> mm. But anyway, so that would be no. You're absolutely right, and I've said it many times. I'll keep on saying it. Put it over there. Rehash that. Get that going. And then if 
seriously, if they did that, that may help with some crowd control and mm-hmm. pull people over there. Like, okay, we're still going to have an offering because right now that whole area is dead and the people just avoid it. There's nothing to pull people in. Not right. really. Right. So, my God, would that be phenomenal. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Off so far. Whatever. Uh, you know, I, uh, what does the theming look like? I mean, because I For still... this? I mean, how, how does this jive with Grizzly Peak area? Which I think is the best part of the whole area. But well, yeah. how does... But how does Galaxy's Edge jive with anything else well, okay but here's the difference okay Let, let's let's you can't compare those two. yes i can no i no, just did no i know you did but i think you're incorrect in your comparison because galaxy's edge we all see has a delineation we've talked about it doesn't matter well okay. this is gonna have that too not really you, though but not you want really. there is from grizzly peak okay they, it, fair fair you're you, right no no you're right on you that one yeah would immerse yourself into that area yeah just like you know what i mean so mm-hmm. And this, I feel like it's going to be the same way. It's, it, it, we're not going to, there's not going to be walls, but it's like you're going to walk over, you're going to go onto the pier, you're going to cross over, and it's going to be more of like a Pixar neighborhood. Right. Like you would see well, in that's Toy Story, yeah. or you would see in Monsters, Inc., or you would see in any of these Inside Out. It's going to be a, it's more of a neighborhood. It's more of a, it's going to be more of a functioning town, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. End of rant. End of rant. No, it's <laughs> going to be interesting. I'm no, and, and I'm glad they're doing something. I'm glad they're doing something with that. But you know, uh, hi, baby. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> good. All right. Well, that's the news we have for this evening. All right. Uh, well, now let's go on to our next segment, our favorite segment of the evening. It's one more with Jess. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to 101 with Jess, where we see the magic of Disney through the eyes of a passionate guardian of Walt's legacy. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. Do you want to say hi? Okay. That's good. That's good. Now get off the table. (laughs) All right. Well... So, welcome back, everyone. <clears throat> so, Yay. first off, um, as always, we're going to start with our, wow, I almost said with 101, we're going to start with our This Day in Disney History. Okay. And I'm going to give you guys two of them, because there were two that were just good. Bonus! <laughs> this right. kind of extra effort we put we give you guys is, you were <laughs> expecting one day, we give you two. We're giving you two for the price of one. Okay. So, November 9th, <clears throat> 1886. We're going back. Wait, what? November 9th, 1886. Okay. We're going back. <laughs> Long well, ways. Yes. Okay. The comedic star, Ed Wynn, the voice of the Mad Hatter in Disney's 1951 Alice in Wonderland, is born. Oh. Isaiah Edwin Leopold in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So he was, and still is, known for his distinct giggly, giggly, mm-hmm. wavering voice. Yeah. And um, so he, when portrayed uh, Uncle Albert in Disney's 1964 live-action musical, Mary Poppins, uh, which everyone all knows that scene. It's probably one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Um, And he went on to play a lot of different things. And let's see here. He was... uh, So when was even 
characterized in 1933 in a 1933 animated short called Mickey's Gala Premiere. And so they actually turned him into a cartoon. And but I honestly think that anything that you look at him, like when you watch anything where that he is voiced, it looks like him in any cartoon. Hmm. Like Mad Hatter, it looks like him. And yeah, so uh, okay. yeah, he was born, and I thought he was a very important thing, so I wanted to bring that to our attention. Okay. And the next one is 1994. You want to take a guess, Mark? 1994. 94. Huh. Oh, man, I'm not gonna know what this is. What would have? Uh... 94. Hmm. Um. Phantasmic has this 100th show. I have no idea. Disneyland closes the turnstiles at the end of this day on one of the oldest and most popular attractions, the Skyway. Oh, was it November 9th? Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Tear. Darn it. Tear. Darn it, darn no, it. Now I'm sad. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know. Oh man, those are one of the things you just you just forget. <laughs> I know. I thought you would guess it. Shoot. No, Mark is like no. It's one of those things you forget. Again, like me, right, Mark? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. So <laughs> this week, and it's gonna be open. We should we should talk to the guy sometime. We should. He seems like a swell man. Sure. I'm, I'm sure he's really fun at parties. Who? I'm distracted. So this is still going to be open uh, to our listeners um, just because I didn't get the turnout that I wanted from it. I only got uh, three responses and I need, I want more. So okay. it's going to continue on into next 101. Okay. But I'm going to read it to you guys and get you, let you get an idea. Okay. We got banned again, by the way. You BT got banned dubs. on everything. BT dubs, we got banned again. So. so if anyone messaged me or anything, I apologize. Um, yeah. Anyways. So I posted on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, with Facebook, you can always, you can uh, put like how you're feeling, you know, so it's like our name and it says leaving today podcast is blank. So you can put like what you're feeling. So <laughs> it says leaving today podcast is feeling thirsty. Oh, I don't know why. Just because we always... No, never mind. Probably. So this is what I said. (laughs) Hey, LTP family. It's that time again. It's time for one one with Jess, and I'd love to hear from you. As you all know, the boys and I usually have a drink in our hands while we record. So if you could create create a drink and name it after a Disney character, what and who would it be? Oh, hey. In the comments below, give me your ingredients and the name that you would name it, and I will read them all on air, and we'll pick a winner. And then we were going to make said drink oh. and try it live oh. on air. Holy smokes. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, I can see why we would continue this on. So, sorry, Kat. I know. Somebody's arguing. <laughs> so, we got um, a couple, but I'm hoping to get a few more. <clears throat> so, the first one is from Dan. And he, calls, you, Dan. he calls it uh, Moana's Punch. Hmm. And it's pineapple juice, orange juice, Captain Morgan spiced rum, peach schnapps, and grenadine. You're welcome. He said it's kind of sweet but fruity at the same time. It's amazing on a hot day or whenever you want to sit on the couch and not move for hours. LOL. <laughs> yep, the alcohol sneaks up on you. I'm drinking it now out of some <laughs> awesome Rainforest Cafe downtown Disney glasses. And he posted a picture of his drink. Oh, nice. No. Okay. 
Wow. So that's okay. a rum rum drink, right? That's a rum All drink. All right, I'm down with that one. I like it. I like. I can do that. Mark can drink that too. And yeah, then, yeah. I, yeah. You could. All right. And then uh, Patrick said, a glass of some adios and sprinkle in some angel dust. Dot, dot, dot. I call it pixie dust. You'll soon be flying higher than Peter Pan <laughs> as the night goes on. And then he, he reposted and said, in all seriousness, I recommend the cactus cooler shot. And I said, well, what would you name it? And what, after what character? What's in it? And he said, he'd call it the goof proof for goofy since it doesn't taste like alcohol, but rather more like a cactus cooler soda. And it has um, peach schnapps. Orange juice, Red Bull, and vodka. Hmm. I would try that one. Mm-hmm. I would try that one. And then Joey uh, said, nothing too sexy or special, just a basic pineapple and orange juice screwdriver. He calls it a Don Tito. And it's got... <laughs> oh, gotcha. I got it. <laughs> nice. So those are the three that we got, but I'm hoping for more. Um, I asked Jose... Um, I told Jose if he wanted to participate, and he said he read the post, but he's honestly not good at drinks. He said he'll let the he'll leave this to the experts and enjoy the next 101. Oh, okay. And um, he and Jose also said he said also say hi to the guys and let them know I'm here with my daughter at the theater watching Coco for the second time. It premiered oh. a couple weeks ago here in Mexico. Totally recommended. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, I don't know if it's my thing, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it's good. But anyway, so that was. What we were shooting for this week, I didn't okay. get too much um, as I was hoping for, but I'm leaving it open for another two weeks so that we can get some more because I'd love to kind of get some competition going, and then okay. we will try. Yeah, the winner. Uh, yeah, I'm very. I, I know very little about drinks, so I'm whatever. Yeah, so, so you'll, yeah, you'll leave that one to me and just the expert. Yep. Apparently, the experts. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that was my 101 for the week. Sorry, it's not too crazy, but short it's going to be continued, short and sweet. Yeah. Okay. So, to be continued. Dot yeah. dot dot. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, now let's go on to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Hey there, Leaving Today podcast listeners. Tonight we have a special guest with us, a former co-host of the fabulous Diz Geeks podcast and a former co-host of Dining at Disney and friend of ours, extended family down in Santa Barbara. It's Mr. Jay Bratton. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Jay. Hi, Jay. How's it going? Cool, cool. I'm, you know, I, I was thinking of a song. I was, you know, like, uh, you know, listening to the other day, and uh, it just reminded me of the podcast. It's, it's an old school song. I, I, you know, maybe, you know, Hootie and, and uh, Jess may not know this song, but it's uh, by a, a uh, it's called uh, Are You Down with OPP? And oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, are you oh, down yeah. with LTP? And I was like, Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know <laughs> me. That, that's exactly what it is. You know how many times Mark has actually said that? That is really? hilarious. Yeah, Mark has oh, said it a few times. Not on the I show. Not on the show, but we've, like, in our conversations, uh, he's, he said it before. Yeah. And we're actually um, holding the sticker right now that says LTP on it. And, and it says, I'm down with LTP. That's hilarious. Yep. Nice. <laughs> that is a Mark design sticker. And that's yep. one of the, actually, that's a sticker that's going to one of our winners from our last episode. From our, yeah, yeah, from our yeah. contest. Yeah. That's, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Well, we are very glad that you're down with LTP. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I got to open up our email. I got to get this going here. <laughs> okay. Lord have mercy. There we go. There's Jay. All okay. right. So tonight, uh, Jay is going to talk about um, some holiday food experiences he just had at the uh, uh, resort and give us some tips for uh, your uh, eating experience should you visit the park this holiday season, <laughs> among other things, yeah. right? Okay. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I just wanted to kind of recap a few things that I tried uh, while I was uh, at the Disneyland Resort during the Halloween time period. Okay. And uh, it's, I mean, it's it's awesome time of year. I mean, October is my favorite month of all the months of every year, even though it's not my birthday month, but uh, it's all right. I mean, you know, it's like there's so much stuff going on. I mean, between, you know, like uh, football and, you know, baseball World Series and, and uh, uh, you know, Oktoberfest and, uh, you know, the, the fall season, you know, where, uh, you know, the, the temperatures change from like super hot to, uh, you know, really kind of cool and crisp at night. You know, I mean, it's just, it's the most, for me, it's like I know people, People say, well, the holiday season is there is the most magical time for me. October is the most magical time for me, and that that includes the Disneyland Resort. Yeah, no, I so can, yeah, I can agree with you on that for one reason. You know what else starts in October, and you missed it. You probably don't know. Hockey season Holl- starts. Oh, ho- hockey oh, that's season true. starts in October, so that's mm-hmm. why I get happy for October. But moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah. Well, in basketball season, and and yeah. there's Halloween. I mean, it's just all kinds of great things going on, and so that's why I love October so much. Yep, I'm definitely with you, especially. Well, I'm a, a NorCal guy, and um, historically, that's when the weather starts to shift a, a little bit and starts to get cooler in the evenings. And uh, the, I, yeah, I love that. Plus, all the uh, sports. So. Exactly. So, um, and you know, one of the things that Disneyland has done um, in in recent times here is that they've uh, had a Halloween menu um, selection that that people can have uh, during this time period, uh, during this time uh, during this time period. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of stumbling a little bit. Anyways, um, so uh, the thing is that in the past they used to have like one special dish at each of the restaurants but then they're like you know what we're, we're getting all these people that are wanting to you know have these special dishes and stuff like that i you know i remember jess telling me about the uh what was it the diablo pizza uh, oh, over the fire there, breathing uh, dragon yeah yeah fire breathing uh, over at uh, pinocchio's mm-hmm. uh, village, village house. house yeah right and um you know i i've i've tried that as well and, and it's great but they only had that one thing now it's like it seems like every one of the restaurants is offering like at least two to three items and maybe even a drink on top of that, you know? So they, they kind of caught on to the, you know, the whole food scene and, and that's exciting for me. And, but you know, the downside is that unfortunately I'm not able to try each and everything because you know, my, my appetite is only so big. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it seems like they just offer like snacks. Mm, not well, not well me well I'm not going to contest this because you're probably right but it just seems to me what I've seen on the blogs is like we've got one small item here one small item here it isn't like a full Halloween meal right well they have well that's the thing it depends on the location but uh, okay. a lot of the restaurants actually have like like basically one full dish a side dish and then either a drink or a dessert and that's the and then um. You know, at least for Disneyland itself. And then DCA, it seems like they put a little more um, emphasis on the drinks because, you know, whatever, there's a lot of alcohol available there, right? (laughs) Sure. So, but uh, anyways, yeah, that's the thing is the, um, you know, in the past, it used to just be one dish. That's it. And it was like either like a side Mm. or or a main dish, one or the other. But now it's like they're saying, okay, we're going to offer you a selection of things to try. Uh, which is great. I mean, I think that that's awesome. And, you know, it, it excites people to, you know, visit the different restaurants at, at Disneyland and, and uh, DCA and even downtown Disney. I mean, you know, downtown Disney, a lot of people forget 
Uh, there's Uva Bar. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they have like a special Oktoberfest menu. Uh, there's Katal Restaurant, which is, you know, right there next door. Um, you know, they've got, uh, um, you know, even the... Uh, um, uh, Ralph Brennan's uh, Jazz Kitchen. I mean, you know what I mean. Right. They've got special menu items as well. So, you know, it, it's uh, it's really great. You know that that they're all being enthusiastic about this. Uh, you know, this time of year and and um, you know, in the past, even like downtown Disney, Disney never used to be decorated for Halloween, but this year they they started doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right on for sure. So the whole the whole resort's getting in on the action. So. Exactly. I mean, just look at, I mean, DCA, I mean, what happened with Cars Land? I mean, you know, that, I mean, that's a little, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like transformative. I mean, it, it's like, I, I couldn't believe the degree of detail that they went into, uh, you know, transforming Cars Land into like a Halloween uh, themed uh, area, you know, and, oh, right. and it just, yeah, blew me away for sure. Did you try the, uh, the pumpkin spice churro? I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why is because I, I it was either between it was either the pumpkin spice churro or the uh, dreamsicle beignets at the mint julep bar, okay. and uh, I opted for the latter, which was the dreamsicle beignets. <laughs> yeah. And um, they uh, did you try them? Um, yeah, we did when we were down there in October. Uh, Thirteen got one because she's pumpkin spice anything and everything. Um, she said it wasn't bad. I tried a bite of hers and I did not care for it. I thought it tasted like a candle. It was just, it was too much. <laughs> um, but she, I mean, she said it wasn't bad, but yeah. I can stick to the normal churros. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little bit, the, the last few years, uh, all the food manufacturers have gone a little overboard with pumpkin spice mm-hmm. this and yes. pumpkin flavored that. And I'm like, even the beer, I mean, you know, like I like beer and, and you know, I like the, the special seasonal beers and stuff like that. But when every single brewer starts making pumpkin flavored, you know, ale or whatever, I'm like, okay, let's, let's like cool your jets, bros. You know what I mean, like pump the brakes. Just a little, yeah, exactly. Pump the brakes. <laughs> And so that's the thing is that I guess maybe that's one of the reasons why uh, I wasn't inclined to uh, try those uh, as much as the Dreamsicle beignets because I've not encountered a Dreamsicle flavored anything, you know, besides the Dreamsicle itself. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so that's why I was excited to try that. And, um, you know, just I, I can only handle so many so much sweets in one day as well. So fair enough. Anyways. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about your, your unfortunate experience. And um, next time you should have contacted me and I would have told you, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know. I told her not to. I was like, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't. And she, she did it. <laughs> That's, That's okay, right. though. Sorry. Right. She yeah, tried it. it. A... She won't try it again. There you go. It was an experience. Mm-hmm. So... Like, I'll just kind of start with my day here, Um, you know, like when we went to the resort, my wife and I, and, uh, you know, again, there's so many selections available. We kind of had to be a little bit picky and choosy and strategic about our selections. So, um, you know, I was really tossed up between the uh, Cafe Orleans. They have a shrimp and grits with a Creole spice shrimp and grits. Uh, shrimp and cheese grits mm. uh, with mm. spice sausage, uh, fava bean, corn relish, and uh, shrimp sauce. Now that sounds awesome, and I, I like I love shrimp, and I you know I love seafood generally speaking. And uh, the only thing, the reason why we didn't actually go there is because it's a sit down place, and and I wanted to kind of 
I wanted to be on the move, you know what I mean? Because, you know, there's so many things to try and, and uh, we wanted to, you know, do other things at the resort as well. So we opted for the Hungry Bear restaurant instead. Oh, okay. And I think, yeah, this is one of the things that I suggested to Mark, uh, suggested for Mark to try uh, with his daughters was the uh, Bison Blue Cheeseburger. And oh, yeah. uh, you guys, uh, I sent you a link on... Um, on Google or whatever, the Google photos mm-hmm. of, of, oh, yeah. of the picture of the uh, burger that I took. We are, Anyways, we are actually looking at those pictures now. Right now, yep. Right. I tell you what, I remember, I think it was the first episode, Mark asked me, like, what's your favorite burger at Disneyland Resort? I, you know, before then, I was kind of like defaulting to the dark side burger at uh, Toronto <laughs> Terrace. <laughs> yeah. I, this one right here, this one blows it out of the water. Oh, oh wow. I mean, yeah, this one like just like is – like one of the most amazing burgers I've ever tried at, at any theme park uh, anywhere. You know what I mean? Like I've been to Florida and I've been, you know, here and stuff like that. And uh, I just, uh. I, there's no comparison um, as far as the, the quality of the ingredients, um, oh, you know, yeah. the, the execution awesome. of the, of the, the, uh, the burger itself. I mean, I mean, the only two minor quibbles is, you know, burgers a little overcooked for my taste, but you know, that's, it is what it is. And the, and the, and the uh, bun was a little tough, but other than that, I mean, I'm telling you the, uh, bison meat, like has that really deep flavor. Like it's a deeper flavor than beef for me. Hmm. And, uh, and then for that to, to go along with the candied bacon, uh, like the candied bacon works so awesome uh, in contrast to the the blue cheese tarragon sauce, Jeez. and you know then then you got that uh, baby kale that's intermixed between, and that kind of provides a bit of uh, like it, it provides some bitterness, and then also like a nice textural contrast as well. And then the mushrooms kind of offer that little umami kick, you know, that, that a lot of people desire, you know, when they when they uh, create their burgers. And so, you know, all the ingredients together are just like amazing. I mean, I just I, I cannot speak highly enough about this burger. And I, I hope and pray <laughs> that Disneyland will put this on their menu permanently because it just I mean, it's deserving of a uh, place amongst the the best burgers that I've tried, uh, you know, any at any theme park. Wow! Yeah, yeah I it mean, looks good. Yeah, I mean, just by looking at the uh, picture of it, I'm it, I'm kind of in disbelief that that thing came from the Hungry Bear restaurant because it looks like it could have come from the maybe Carnation Cafe or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. It looks incredible. Plus, the first thing I noticed was that bun. It looks like is it is it a ciabatta? Yeah, it looks like a ciabatta. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole wheat ciabatta bread. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. And are those house house chips or something? Yeah, well, uh, no, the onion rings. Oh, yeah, on, onion rings. rings. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it upside down. <laughs> so, okay, gotcha. Oh, well, yeah. see, you Jeez. can you can get uh, it comes with fries, but I was like, eh, I don't really like the fries there that much. And <laughs> I asked if I could get onion rings. They said, Yeah, no problem. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that worked out real well. Good. And uh, I, you know, when uh, I, I actually split the burger with my wife because. I, you know, I was trying to save room uh, for the other dishes that we're going to try <laughs> later on. And I, I now that I, I, you know, if I could go back in time, I'd be like, I'm getting my burger and you get your burger. Because, <laughs> you know I, mean? oh, yeah. I mean, that's how much I liked it. But, I, you know, I didn't want to get I don't want to get too full because we're, you know, we're again, we're going to the other places around the resort. And, and uh, you know, you, you can only have, um, you know. You can only have so much, you know what I mean? Your, sure. your stomach is, a, you know, limited space there, so. And if I might ask, how much was the burger? 
That's a good question. I don't really look at the the, the cost of food. I mean, okay. <laughs> I look for the taste and the flavor. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna. You know, if if something's a rip off to me, then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I paid you know 15 bucks for that or whatever. And you know, but like this burger, I mean, I'm thinking it was around 10 bucks or something like that. I I could look it up online, but you know, it's it wasn't unreasonable. I mean, especially no. you know, this is a counter service restaurant. It could have been more. Maybe it was twelve bucks. I okay. you know again, I, I don't have the the information off the top of my head. Okay. So, uh, anyhow, so then um, the next stop on our little journey, which is was the Mint Julep Bar, which I mentioned about the Dreamsicle beignets. Right. And uh, they were good. I mean, honestly, they were the same beignets that you always get. Uh, it's just with the Dreamsicle flavor that's kind of uh, put inside the powdered sugar. So, oh, I mean, okay. yeah, it's nothing super spectacular. Um you know, I mean, it's better than pumpkin, uh, in my opinion. You know, again, and not you know, for the people who love pumpkin, hey, you know, more power to you. But you know, me personally, like I said, I'm, I'm like pumpkined out at this juncture. <laughs> yeah. But uh, regardless, uh, yeah, it was it was a nice change of pace. To be honest, I I, I also think that um, I think that the dreamsicle is more appropriate for like the summertime, right? Because it kind of had that little kind of orangey, you know, that little citrusy, creamy flavor that you know you associate when you're a kid, and you, you know you went up to the ice cream chuck and you hear that they ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> you know the, the bells of the very ice cream true, chuck. yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know you go up there and you get your dreamsicle or whatever and so the, it's sort of reminiscent of that but you know that that's the thing is that i didn't do that in october you know i did that you know in july and august you know thing. so that's okay yeah and then um uh then then we went over to dca and, and then we started getting serious uh-huh. so uh oh. we started out um can i just interject real quick before you go that far? sure no I'm, I'm, I'm watching i'm looking i'm actually scrolling through the pictures uh there's a really cool one of you right in tomorrowland i i i, oh. I approve of the attire oh. <laughs> <laughs> for all those who don't know i think mark will post it uh jay is so kind to be wearing one of our shirts right in front of tomorrowland thank you yeah That's thank awesome. you thank you for that yeah, and anytime I can rep for you guys, anytime. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great picture. I saw that like uh, Mark said. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that absolutely cool. made my day. Yeah, that was a good thing. <laughs> uh, before we leave Disneyland Park, your question: Was there a big sure. line for people uh, getting beignets? There was not. Oh, and, good. And it was actually surprising uh, because in the past. Uh, what what I anticipate in, in what happens every year, at least for the last few years that we've gotten them, is the uh, peppermint beignets that they have during the holiday season. Uh, mm. That's that the line gets pretty pretty crazy. So you know this one wasn't too bad, and, and um, you know it was. I think I, I'm not sure if it's because the dreamsicle flavor wasn't that popular or it just happened you know maybe we caught the the line at the right time because you know it, it's it's hard to say because i didn't think it was bad i thought it was good it was it was nice it was you know refreshing it was not overly sweet um you know they didn't like kill it with um you know like even though it was a dreamsicle with powdered sugar they didn't kill it with sweetness you know what i mean it was it had a nice balance to it to to contrast with the uh, the beignet f- you know, donut itself. Yeah, okay. they look good. Yeah, they look really good. No, there were some drinks on there. Were they, were they from DCA or California or, or from Disneyland? It was actually DCA. Okay, okay, okay. All right. right. So let's go across the Esplanade. Yeah, <laughs> take a walk. 
So the the first drink is one that I believe Mark tried and he wasn't very he, he wasn't very enthusiastic about it, which was the green apple spell lemonade with the cherry drops. No, I never tried that. Oh, you didn't? Which no. one did you try, trying, Mark? You tried yeah. something. Um, I can't remember what it was. I forget, but it wasn't that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because okay. that looks good. <laughs> oh no no my that- no 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 um my daughter got the. Uh, dark side drink or something like that. I, I think that's uh, where I, I got confused. Okay. So no, I didn't. Uh, I, I did not try that thing. Okay, great. Uh, because I was like, well, I'm not sure if I agree with your taste here mm-hmm. because this one was actually really good. Uh, I was. It was. Um, I to be honest, I was a little bit hesitant to try it because uh, I told you about my experience with that uh, teddy bear, right? Teddy, teddy yeah. bear lavender mm-hmm. drink over there at the the hungry, hungry bear, and it was like like super super sweet this one had a nice balance to it um the the green apple lemonade um just kind of like there was a little bit of sweetness tartness uh and and then the uh little cherry drops were essentially like kind of like sugar balls i mean Mm -hmm. not sugar balls they're like boba balls you know okay that's what i was wondering yeah yeah yeah, but they're not tapioca they're actually little little I mean, I'm, it's hard for me to describe. I, I'm trying to think of the the word, but essentially, um, they're balls. Like when you when you like squeeze it with your teeth or whatever, then it it bursts out all that cherry flavor. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. So that that provides like a little bit of extra sweetness uh, to contrast with the green apple uh, tartness and lo- with the lemonade. Okay. And so, so where where did you get this then? Uh, this was at Smoke Jumpers Grill. Oh. Okay. Oh. Nice. Gotcha. Okay. Over there. Right. So it's it's really easy to get. Um, I mean, you know, Smoke, smoke Jumper's Grill um, varies, you know, like as far as the line is concerned. I mean, you know, it varies from day to day. I mean, from hour to hour, I should say, not not day to day because, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so that was it. that was our uh, you know little foray into Smoke Jumper's Grill, and then we decided we we're going to go to the Cove Bar. Now here's where there's a little gap in my my photographic history here because mm-hmm. uh, while we were waiting in line to get into the Cove Bar because you know nowadays the Cove Bar you got to wait at least 45 minutes to an hour or so and uh, um, so anyway so while we were waiting in line to go inside the Cove Bar I decided hey I'm gonna head over to the, the Pacific Wharf area and go to the Pacific Wharf Cafe to try the bacon cheddar ale soup mm. oh. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm like, I'm hitting myself now because I did not take a picture of that, but I tell you what, it was really good. I was like, it was the perfect fall soup. Uh, it was like hearty. Um, it had that ale flavor. Uh, the bacon wasn't too overwhelming. Uh, a nice, beautiful, creamy cheddar flavor to the soup itself, but not too, it's, it was you know, some some soups they get a little too thick, and, and some are too thin. This is the right amount of consistency. It, it was pretty amazing. Was this served in a bread bowl? It was served in oh, a bread bowl. God, Mark is like no. <laughs> so, oh, was this at the Bodan Bakery? Or, uh, no, this was Bowdoin? at the Pacific Wharf Cafe, which is uh, like as you're heading in, you know, uh, oh. to, you know, across the little bridge there or whatever. Yes. And it's on your left side and it's uh, like kind of a like blue and white colored signage yeah. and things like that. And then on your right, of course, is the uh, Cochina Cucamonga or whatever. Oh, that. Gotcha. OK. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. yep. And yep. So, yeah. So it's right across there. OK. 
<sighs> That's that, all for you guys. Yeah, so you that, guys can eat that. I know, but yeah, can you not have the bacon for Jess over here? Who's not a bacon lover? Is that like one of the things that's like it's, it's probably, part of it? Is it it's, part of it's it? It's a huge part of that. that well, no, meal, I'm I saying like, say. do they put bacon on top of it or? Yeah, if they just sprinkled the bacon on top, I'd be okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's cooked into the soup. Gross. Yeah, it, it's cooked into the soup. They don't. Oh. Uh, they didn't put bacon on top. Nasty. Okay, sounds great. Oh, it sounds delicious, like I want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, because the weather yeah. right now is perfect. It's calling for soup right now where we're at. Yes. And it was, uh, it, you know, it was, it was uh, hearty enough to uh, suppress your appetite, but it wasn't filling to okay. the point where, like, oh, I'm going to have this as my main meal, you know. So there was a, it was a good balance there. Wow. So uh, then we get to uh, the Cove Bar. And uh, then my wife ordered a specialty drink, which isn't on their normal menu. It's, uh, I guess, a seasonal thing. Uh, I had not heard of this one before, what? but it's a water, it's a watermelon lemonade. Ooh. Yeah, which is surprising because, like, I, I follow social media pretty closely, oh, yeah, and you know, is. they, yeah, they, they, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the, like whenever people get these specialty drinks or whatever, it's usually alcohol related. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when, when something non-alcohol comes up and, you know, it doesn't get much play. And so I guess that's why I missed it. But, uh, yeah, we did see it. And, and uh, my wife, she loves watermelon and uh, lemonade is, you know, nice and refreshing, you know, for, for the you know late afternoon. So mm-hmm. uh, we decided to get it. And um, it was a little bit on the tart side. I mean, you know, my wife, uh, you know, she she likes her drinks a little uh, more sweet. But, um, you know, regardless, it wasn't bad. Um I'm not sure if we'd order it again, but you know, it, it's it definitely wasn't bad. What what is it on topping? What is the top of it? It's like a watermelon foam, like you know, like basically the I don't know if it's uh, it's like you know how they put the on the um, was it the apple poison berry that they uh, over at uh, Maurice's Treats they put the uh, oh. little passion fruit foam on mm-hmm. top. Okay, and this one is a watermelon foam instead. Okay. okay. So, I mean, you know, it's it's supposed to be there uh, to add a little sweetness and contrast with the tartness of the drink itself. But unfortunately, it just wasn't sweet enough or, you know, I don't know. Maybe they just kind of need to adjust their, their uh, you know, the levels of whatever they're putting in there yeah. uh, to, to make it a little more appealing, I think. But uh, anyways, regardless, I mean, it wasn't bad. And um yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it looks really good. It looks really good yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. refreshing too. Yeah. That that That's is the, the word. word. That it's is the word. It's refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So, and then the the highlight of the day. This was this was like wait even, like even a, beyond the burger. It was beyond the burger. Well, oh. no. Excuse me. The burger <laughs> was the highlight of the day, but this was a close second. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, the, the, thank you for checking me on that one because <laughs> I don't want to downplay that burger because that burger was freaking awesome. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this was definitely, uh, you know, the, the, a close second and this was the, uh, ghostly pepper nachos. Oh, they sound good. Yeah. The picture you know, looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how you guys feel about spicy food. So mm-hmm. I, you Love know, it. I'm not sure. This, okay, okay. I don't. Okay. I'm not on speaking terms for spicy food. Oh, I like spicy. <laughs> I do. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I think these nachos would be right up your alley. Uh, they are... Spicy to the point where you're, you know, you got a little sweat on your brow, but you're not like. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the milk? Where's the milk? (laughs) Exactly. That's, you know, it it had a, um, you know, I I mean, personally, I love spicy food. I mean, the spicier, the better for me. 
Um, so I was excited to try these, and these did not disappoint. Nice. So, yeah, and, and the meat, and you know, it was a merited flank steak, kind of like, you know, carne asada. Uh, and it was cooked perfectly. Uh, the meat was tender, uh, wasn't overcooked. Uh, you know, it kind of, it was sort of like a medium rare, basically. Uh, the level of spice was awesome you know that you could tell that they marinated the steak uh, you know well i mean it wasn't like oh yeah we're, we're just gonna slap it in you know the the you know in the marinade sauce for an hour or whatever no they it it seems like they marinated overnight type thing and uh so you know it had that nice depth of flavor uh and, and then the the uh the ghost pepper cheese sauce uh you know again ghost pepper is uh, currently, right now, it's ranked fourth in the world as the it's, hottest pepper. Mm, okay. Okay. But the thing is, is that they did not, they did not overwhelm the, uh, you know, the 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 cheese sauce with this pepper. They they kind of like interjected it, provided like that little bit of you know like flavor element, but they didn't like go super heat. You know, it okay. wasn't like yeah. So it was a, it was a, it was really really good. I, I enjoyed it a, a great deal. Um, now I, I'll be honest. I I'm not a big fan of black beans, so I uh, that does come with the dish, and uh, I just asked them to remove it, which is fine. I mean, you can omit any ingredient that you want. Right. Um, the uh, avocado tomatillo sauce was really good. Uh, it you know had that little nice tangy green tomato flavor, uh, in which kind of contrasted with the creaminess of the uh, the ghost pepper uh, cheese sauce. And uh, then great. you have the, the cilantro, which provide that kind of herbally freshness, you know, to to uh, you know the the dish as well. Kind of kind of brought everything together. Um, the only minor quibble I had with this were the green chips. <sighs> they, yeah, they they kind of, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Like you know, it, it didn't. If you were to eat them, like, you know, with all the ingredients on top, you wouldn't notice it. But if you eat the chips on their own, you can kind of taste the green dye in there. And it's kind of, oh. yeah, a little off-putting, a little bitter. So, you know, but but then again, I mean, you know, it's not too many people are going to dissect it and parse it out like my, like I do. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right. just, like, I scarf it down like, oh, that's good, you know, so... <laughs> So a couple but, quick questions here. Um, so was the serving size good for two people? I would say yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, yes. it looks incredible. I mean, even though I'm not a spicy food fan, I would no, definitely looks, try this. It looks really good. incredible. Uh, did you have any kind of beer with it or anything? Uh, yeah, I, I just kind of stick with uh, the IPAs. I like uh, IPAs with the spicy food. Okay. Um, yeah, it because IPAs kind of get my mouth uh, salivating a bit, uh, you know, because the bitterness, you know, kind of like uh, engages my uh, um, my taste buds and, and like makes them salivate a little bit more than than like a lager or a pilsner or anything like that. So that's why I like the IPA because it kind of gets my, you know, kind of it cushions cushions the blow to to my palate when I eat the spicy stuff. Oh, good. So the IPA sort of complements this spicy nacho. In my opinion, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I personally, it's either Tower 10 or, or uh, I like Tower 10 more than Racer 5, but Racer 5 that they, they serve there as well. And uh, I think that the, the IBUs of the Racer 5 is, is a little bit too much. Um, the Tower 10 is, is you know, just, just slightly lower. And so therefore, you know, it, it doesn't overwhelm your taste buds as much as the Racer 5. Okay. okay. Racer 5. I haven't had a Racer 5 in a while. 
Yeah, I've tried them once and it was all right. I'm not a big IPA guy though. Mm, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about these two, but okay. no, don't know enough about them. So, yeah, th- those are great. Okay, I want so, those now. Are those better than the lobster nachos, Jay? Oh boy! Or just or, or, or are I we not even speaking the equal. same language? Or I, I tell you what, it's equal, but just on a on a in a in a different. Uh, I'm trying to like a, think <laughs> of an analogy here because, okay, so um, you have a Ferrari race car, right? And it's like or a Ferrari sports car, like that's yes. what you're driving around or whatever. Then you have like like the super deluxe Cadillac Escalade. Both are awesome luxury vehicles and uh you know like the they're the pinnacle of what they are mm-hmm. but the thing is there are two different genres of vehicles mm-hmm. right so yeah, that's what right. i'm saying it's like here it's like you know one one is seafood one is you know meat uh one is spicy the one is not so much i mean the the lobster nachos are spicy to a certain degree just because they put the serrano peppers on there but it's not it's not really incorporated into the dish like this is. This one is like it's all about the spice, whereas the other one is more about the the full flavor experience. You know what I mean? So, hmm. okay. good analogy. That totally made sense to me. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. All right. So moving on. What else was on there? Unlock. Unlock. Okay. And it, that was it. That was the the end of the day there. So yeah, we we had. Uh, you know, we didn't spend, um, you know, the, the entire day from, you know, morning till night. Um, we just got there in the, the uh, you know, early afternoon and then stayed there to the early evening. Uh, and then when we went home, because that's the advantage of living 40 minutes away from Disneyland, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'm actually looking at some of the other pictures because, uh, yeah, the, um, the trolley treats. What do we got going on in there? Oh, I just kind of included because I thought it was kind of cool that they uh, took the time to redo the window at Trolley Treats and incorporate the Halloween theme into into their design. But honestly, I mean, they're I mean, they did have special special uh, sweets and stuff like that. But there's nothing that I actually got. Um, you know, they're, they're really big on the um, on the caramel apples and stuff like that. And uh, me, not so much. I mean, like, I, I like the caramel apples, don't get me wrong. Uh, I just, but, you know, I I have to be strategic in, you know, the calories that I'm consuming. And oh, sure. I'd rather, I'd rather try something that I've never tried before versus, like, something that basically they, they've been bringing back year after year, which is, you know, the, I think, if I remember correctly, it was, like, the toffee apples, um, you know, with the toffee and the peanut apples or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't try those, so... Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a caramel apple guy either. I'm not a big dessert person, so. No? No, not me. I made sure I ate before we did this interview. (laughs) That way I wouldn't be hungry again. It's always the same thing when we have Jay on. It's like we always leave like hungry. That's true. (laughs) I made sure I I did different this time. Yeah, Jay, I was actually listening to an older podcast with you on it um, from with the uh, with uh, Diz Geek podcast and. you had mentioned that you don't like cheesecake. Is that is that true? That's true. What? I know, huh? <laughs> <There's> That's crazy. <laughs> not even any sort of like like flavor of it, like a raspberry. I will I will try it, but there's not a cheesecake that I've liked since I was eight years old. <laughs> wow. Did something happen to it eight years old? That's pretty funny. No, I just I, I mean, to be honest, I just I don't enjoy uh, I mean, I, 
I like it okay, but I just feel it's so heavy mm. and so like, like I just feel like you know, like when I eat it, like every bite I'm taking is like another eighth of a pound on, on the scale for me. You know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> I feel very bloated and, and like, I don't know, I don't feel good about it. Like, and, and I mean, the same with like, like a, like a, whatever, you know, like a multi-layered chocolate cake or, you know, like, like super heavy desserts just really aren't my thing. I mean, I've tried cheesecakes that are lighter and, you know, they're okay. You know what I mean? But I haven't, I haven't met one that like, oh man, you know, like this is the bomb, you know, the type <laughs> thing. Just, gotcha. Yeah. Just, just not, not my, just not up my alley. So. Okay. Yeah, I go to the Cheesecake Factory, but I, you know, like I only go there for the for the normal menu, not not the desserts. The desserts. So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite thing there, Jay? I have to ask because I love Cheesecake uh, oh, Factory. Cheese- oh man. Um, well, we know it is the cheesecake. Yeah, we know it's not the I, cheesecake. I, yeah, I'm trying to think of the sandwich. It was uh, um, my my wife actually introduced it to me. Um, it was like Oprah, one of Oprah's favorite sandwiches or whatever there. Okay. Uh, I, I can't, to be honest, I don't recollect cause I haven't been to the cheesecake factory for a long time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's some kind of, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a heavier sandwich, but you know, it was, it was, you know, it's really good. It's like a, like a club sandwich type thing. If okay. I correctly. Nice. All right, Jay. So maybe you could, um, give some pointers and some things to look forward to, um, for people who are going to be traveling to the parks this uh, holiday season, some insider tips and things that are seasonal for there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of the things, if you are going to the Disneyland Resort, uh, that you need to do is go to the festival. Uh, call it the Festive Foods Marketplace. And essentially, what they do is they take over the the walkway that's all along the Paradise, you know, pier area. And uh, the uh, and then right there in front of um, uh, Wine Country Trattoria, uh, all the way into Hollywood Land, and uh, they have all these booths. Uh, they they serve special menu items, and it's like these things are like like on par with like gourmet stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, oh, wow. you go to like five star restaurant type dishes. And uh, I mean, of course, the you know they're not going to be presented on fine china, and, and uh, <laughs> you know somebody you know like uh, you know unveiling it with a with a glass dome or anything like that. But yeah, right. uh, they they are definitely, as far as the food quality level is concerned, I mean these are these are top notch. So I I would highly recommend uh, you know if you if you're going to be there, take the time. You don't have to get a whole bunch of food. Um, you know that's the the uh, beauty of it is that you just get a bunch of little small dishes, and you can kind of experiment and and uh, try things here and there and if you like something go back for seconds but if you don't then there you go move on to the to the next uh, booth or uh that you know go, go down you know the the road there or down the walkway and, and try something else you know i mean it's uh there's lots of choices available and uh i i think that you know people will find no matter what your tastes are that you're going to find something that you're going to love and you know that that's uh, it's no doubts in my mind about it Okay, so just real quick, is I've never done anything like that. Is this a separate ticketed event, or do you just go and pay like a small um, fee at each booth? No, well, no, it's it's free. I mean, it's it's uh, included with the uh, price of, price of admission to DCA. Okay. 
and essentially what you're doing, you're just buying food. So <laughs> there, there's two ways to go about it, right? I mean, sure. either you can go up to the to, to the cashiers at the, the various booths and you pay for whatever dish you want. Uh, like, for example, like one of the, the uh, booths, it's called uh, Chips, Breads, and Holiday Spreads. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like for a, a chorizo, queso, fundido, it's $6. You know, and, and, you know, that comes with the house made tortilla chips or whatever. And all you do is pay six bucks and, and uh, you pick up your dish and, and you're good to go. You know what I mean? Uh, the other option is if you if you are planning on getting some of the more premium uh, dishes that they have available is that they also have a, like a pass where you buy. I forgot the dollar amount, um, but it, it equates to about about six bucks a dish or something like that. And uh, you, you just prepay and you get like 10, 10 tickets, so to speak. And then uh, and then you can go to places like, um, you know, like I said, the chorizo queso fundido is six bucks. Right. But then you can go someplace else and like you can get the beef short rib, which is seven seventy five. Well, if you bought the ticket for six bucks, then you're saving yourself a buck seventy five. So you got to take into consideration, you know, what you know, what you're actually going to get versus, you know, what the dollar value is. Because, I mean, if you go to the, you know, to that same booth and, and you decide to get a cranberry pear tart, mm. then that's only four fifty. So you're, you're essentially, you know, kind of screwing yourself out of a buck fifty, you know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, you know, so it's not worth it. Okay. And so the, the, uh, the, those, uh, passes that you can get are available, uh, to anyone. I mean, you don't have to be a pass holder or anything like that. Uh, you just have to go like the way that they set it up before was, um, you know, where they had the, the Olaf's meet and greet with a little, like kind of like ice skating snow fest thing or whatever Yes. over there in the Hollywood, uh, back lot. Uh Yeah. That, that's where they set up the, uh, the, the stuff for the, uh, for the food and wine festival, uh, as far as like the, those coupon books and things like that. And they also have merchandise there as well. So I'm I'm assuming that they're going to do that again this year because I mean they're you know obviously Olaf's you know Snowfest is not coming, um, not to my knowledge anyways I haven't seen anything about it so I, I assume that they're just going to keep that you know as the uh, station where you uh, begin your journey to the uh, you know festive foods marketplace. That's what I'm assuming. I know that it was a huge hit. That Olaf's thing was a huge hit. So I'm surprised they're not bringing it back. Yeah, well, then again, I mean, you know, they they kind of oversaturated the market with frozen stuff. Oh, so, you point. know, I I'm not I'm not super, you know, I I I wasn't super surprised that they they didn't bring it back after, you know, the hype died down. That's but then true. again, I mean, you know, Frozen 2 is going to be coming out when, uh, you know, it's pretty soon here, right? So I think so. I try, yeah. I try to forget about that movie. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. Oh, no. So no. <laughs> So here's so, so the, there's one tip is that you know you know calculate out your budget you know figure out what what you think you're going to eat and then you know if it's really worth it dollar wise to get that pass versus you know actually going there and just paying uh, per dish. Uh, the second thing I would say is that if you can try to go like late morning. I'm not talking about like you know like. Uh, talking like maybe 11, 11.30, something like that, you know, uh, and, and there's no lines whatsoever. You know what I mean? So no matter what you want, you, you're going to get get it. Okay. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, as the afternoon progresses, the, you know, the lines slowly grow, especially at the beer, you know, the little beer spots and everything like that, the beer and wine uh, places. Uh, and also – 
if you follow social media, um, you know, definitely find out what's trending. So then that way you can find out what you need to get early in the day versus later in the day. Cause one dish that my wife and I tried to get, like we were, okay. So every year we, we stay at Disneyland, uh, for a little staycation, right? So we Mm -hmm. stay for three days. Mm Mm-hmm. The three days that we were there, we could not get uh, the sticky toffee pudding dessert um, at uh, – where is it at? At the uh, food at Joy to the Sauce uh, – Joy to the Sauce booth. Um, wow. Yeah, it, it so was good. like this thing was – this thing was like a hot seller and no matter – like even when we got their first thing – well, at least first thing for us, you know, like 11 or 11.30, they were like, oh, sorry, we're gone, you know, for the day. So it was either an inventory problem or it was a popularity problem. But regardless, that's something that people were raving about last year and, uh, you know, we couldn't get it and that was just kind of disappointing. So, you know, if, if you have your heart set on something and, and you see it on social media of people mentioning it, then just go for that like first thing. You know what I mean? Just don't okay. don't mess around. Just, just go for it straight away okay. yeah, uh, yeah it is it i mean from what i heard and, and what i read i mean people were saying that it's like one of the best you know desserts that the you know disneyland has to offer so that that's that's wow. pretty high praise uh then uh Another thing is if you are – if you like to indulge in, in adult beverages like myself and Jess, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> one one great way to start your day off is uh, the holiday eggnog cocktail. <laughs> and it, it comes with whipped cream and nutmeg, okay? Yum. So this is like – this isn't your grandma's eggnog. You know? I mean, this is, this one is like definitely for adults only. And when you drink it, it's like, like Santa went up to you, took his bag of toys and just slapped you across the head and said, Hey, welcome to the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that thing will like, like wake you up and, and make you in the Christmas spirit, like after one drink. So and where well, was not this one, one at? Drink, but, I mean, one, one, entire beverage i mean not not one yeah. sip <laughs> so, but anyways yeah i uh yeah I, I i did that last year and um yeah it set my day off correctly so. <laughs> where's that one at jay uh it's uh called joy to the sauce okay mm. yeah and uh and- it's funny it's because it says joy to the sauce uh it, it must be at the same booth as the sticky toffee pudding okay uh, because it says the, there's the food there and then there's the beverages. So some of these booths, uh, what they do is that they have um, a combination of both food and uh, beverages. And so like uh, one thing uh, people should pay attention to, here's another tip, is that they really put a lot of thought into the drinks that are going to pair with the food that you're trying. Mm-hmm. So if you're like for example, like the the next booth down the line here is called Spicy Celebrations, right? So they've got a, a beef corn tamale a la plancha. Oh. And to pair with that, they've got a winter michelada or a pomegranate margarita. So, Ooh. you know, they, they kind of took their time to really think about, you know, the pairings of you know the food and the, the beverages. So if you're there and you're going to try something, hey, you know, get the drink along with it if you, if, you know, if, if you drink adult beverages. Mm-hmm. Wow. That sounds good, actually. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of great, uh, uh, you know, boosts. Also, the thing you should do as well is that look at the map because right now I don't. There's not a map uh, that's listed. Uh, people have been taking pictures of the boosts that they're setting up, but they're not putting out like an actual map of where the locations are. So the thing is that, I mean, for me, like last year especially, like I I normally walk about I don't know anywhere from like i don't know 15 to 20,000 steps a day right yeah like that day i i walked 36,000 steps because <laughs> wow. i was going back and forth back and forth to the different booths which is great because it burn it burns calories but at the same time it's like you know you you maybe want to try to get a centralized location where you, you can get a little table and then and set up your sort of like um you know, you know your 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 hub or whatever you know your food hub sure you know you can kind of go back and forth and and then you can try the different things and you know the thing is that you want to go and get the dish uh while it's fresh i mean you don't want to you know get like six different dishes and then take it to your table and just like you can only eat so fast and then the food's going to get cold or it's going to get warm you know whatever the if you know if it's a cold dish or whatever and you know you don't want that i mean you want it you know nice and hot or nice and cold as as it's supposed to be served because temperature makes a difference in terms of your taste yeah i mean that makes sense Oh, gosh. No, I'm actually, yeah, looking at... Yeah, I was saying, we're all looking at all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm actually looking at these booths, and, and some of these are looking like, holy smokes. Uh, it looks like they added a couple of new ones, maybe, by the looks of it. They did. Uh, they did add a few new uh, booths this year. Um, I've got a list of the booths. Uh, holiday, looks like Holiday Duets. Right. That's uh, it. The classic Crocs and casseroles, that's yeah. also... Twist uh, of Tradition. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. So Winter Slatherland that was there uh, before Bruise and Bites was there before Joy to the Sauce, you know, you know that kind of thing. So, you know, I mean, you know, there's I think that they understand like how I mean, you know, they understand how I guess um popular this thing is with the local residents because you know like disneyland resort is a locals park you know for the most part mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and so that's the thing is that you have to offer something different and unique and um you know for the guests who who are unaware i mean it's a great you know nice little discovery and for the people who are you know locals like myself you know i like i look forward to this thing i mean you know when i when i saw the the menu for this this was like like who do you seeing the 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 uh the last jedi star wars <laughs> review right i mean you know just like he's that's analyzing pretty, it looking at pretty big <laughs> yeah no well that's the, hey i'm on that same level brother <laughs> that, that's how excited i, I get. love it <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, my God, like, look at all these new food items. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, my gosh, they brought back the, the stinky toffee pudding. But then look at that. They have the chicken mm-hmm. liver pate on toast with the cherry jam and pistachios. That's <laughs> awesome. <you know? laughs> oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty funny. I mean, look, dude, warm polenta and chilled crab salad. Does that not excite you? I mean, that, that I don't know. Well, it excites me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's seafood. I, I, you know, I don't want to rain on the parade, but it's seafood. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Udi's not a seafood guy. I'm not guy. a seafood guy. <laughs> no, how about, I'm not really how about a, a braised pork belly adobo with okay. a garlic fried rice? Okay, there we go. Now we're sure. Now I'll we're, try now that. We're in there. Yeah, now we're getting there. Or there's a horchata fudge. No. Oh, hey, wait, no. Okay, that one I would have to try. <laughs> I would okay. have to try that one. Yeah. 
So that's oh, the thing. Goodness. I mean, you know, that's the the great thing. And then for for your friend thirteen, uh, was it? You mm-hmm. call her thirteen, right? Yeah. Uh, they got a pumpkin spiced float cocktail. She would do uh, it. Cream liqueur, vanilla ice cream, and a pumpkin seed brittle. Oh yeah, she'd be happy. I mean, <laughs> she would she would be a happy girl. Pumpkin seed brittle. I said I actually like brittles. I like peanut brittle a lot. There you go. Well, maybe you could ask for the brittle, uh, and just say, uh, "Forget the drink. I just want the brittle <laughs> for sure, for sure." That's crazy. Well, let me see here. I think, I think Jay, we have a couple questions from some listeners for you. Sure. Oh, but I have a couple questions too. Oh, well, you go first. Okay. <laughs> um, can you enlighten our, our our listeners about these crazy candy canes? Oh, good because. Go oh, ahead. oh, was that one of the nope, questions? No, go ahead. Yes. Okay. Was that one of the questions that your listeners had, or is Look, that just for that's, Mark? This is for Mark. I'm not sure what okay. the question is exactly. So. Okay. So I actually have written a story about this because it's very near and dear to my heart and it's for me uh if anybody ever wants to capture the magic of the holiday season at disneyland resort then you need to at least once in life go and do the candy cane experience the thing is is that and and do it at disneyland please i mean you know they have it at dca but do it at disneyland because that's just that's tradition and that's what you're supposed to do i mean it's like it's like watching a a christmas story every year you know during you know what i mean like they they run it continuously nonstop, and you know it's just that's because that's the the greatest thing you know to to have that kind of comfort of of a tradition like that uh, in your life so anyhow so the candy cane experience, it's kind of a brief synopsis of it. Uh, you want to get there like first thing in the morning. I'm talking like rope drop, like even maybe an hour before like they even open the parks and line up because they have a limited number of candy canes that they have available. Um, you know, the, the uh, I, if I remember correctly, it was like 100 or something around the um, number or the 100, 150 or something like that. I can't re- recollect off the top of my head. Um, but the thing is that, you know, everybody wants to get them and they eliminate the number of items, or, you know, that you can only get two candy canes, uh, you know, like, or at least that's the way it was in the past. I'm not sure if they have, uh, curtailed that down to one, but, uh, you know, regardless, it's just, uh, uh, you you got to make sure you're there. Otherwise, you're, you're not going to, you know, find a candy cane because it's just such a limited number. Anyways, so you get there early morning. You get there, rope drop. Then you want to go straight to uh, the, you know, the the, uh, uh, the candy palace. And, uh, you know, there they will hand you a ticket. And then they will give you a, which will designate a time frame in which you can pick up your candy cane. Okay. So it's like. Um, you know, you can pick it up at like 11 a.m. or noon or one or whatever. I mean, you know, it depends on depends on where your spot is. So here's here's the the next tip is that after you get that ticket, yeah, sure, go on your rides or whatever and, and, <laughs> and enjoy yourself. But then the hour before your your time slot, like if they say, well, pick it up at 2 p.m. or whatever in the afternoon, get there at one o'clock because what you want to do is you want to see your candy cane actually being made. You know, not not you know, it's 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 amazing process. You like. I mean, anybody who's ever cooked in their lives will admire the amount of 
um, like sweat and, and tears that goes into, you know, the, the making of these candy canes is because it's so hot, you know, that all that, 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 uh, hot sugar that they're pouring out and, you know, twisting around and things like that. I mean, you, you know, I it just, it's, it's astounding, like how much work goes into one candy cane. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and then the other advantage of, you know, getting in there an hour early is that once the candy canes are actually, when they're actually becoming, when they actually sell it to you, you know, you pick it up or whatever, then you, you, you got to eat it fresh. Cause that's the whole point. You know, that's why you waited up early in the morning and stuff like that. I mean, you know, cause the thing is, is that I've tried the candy cane, uh, after it's been sitting for a couple of days and it tastes just like any other candy cane you get off the shelf. I mean, you can get it for like two bucks or whatever at the, you know, Walmart or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Right? Sure. But if you have it fresh, then what happens is that the sugar is not quite set. So it's a bit malleable. And that peppermint oil that they incorporate into the into the sugar is not quite like melded together with the sugar mm-hmm. so therefore when you bite into it that peppermint oil just kind of like permeates your entire senses you know what i mean like you, your nose clears up instantaneously <laughs> it's like you're, you're you're breathing in like fresh cold air you know it's it's amazing you know what the difference is between you know the the normal everyday candy cane and then that fresh candy cane so is it okay so now i'm really intrigued by this because um, I'm just kind of trying to walk walk through this uh, structure and texture of this candy cane. Is it is it hardened at, at this point, or is it still somewhat soft? It's it's hard enough to the point where you know you can tap it on the the you know make it it'll make that tapping sound. But okay. Then once you bite into it, there's just that little give. So oh. it's like I wouldn't say a spongy texture, but it's like um, it's definitely. I mean, you can tell that that the 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 sugar has not hardened all the way. You okay. know what I mean? Like not 100. percent I'm talking like the sugar's hardened to I don't know whatever 95 percent or something. I mean, I'm trying to you know use a percentage here, but right. I'm thinking like 90, 95 percent or whatever. So you know it has that when you bite into it, it has that little give, but it's still. But then you know once you bite it to a you know a bite down on it to a certain point, then it obviously it'll crunch. You know it'll break apart and everything like that. And then that's when when all the magic happens. You know that mm-hmm. peppermint oil just bursts in your mouth and just like wow, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. It sounds good. I don't like candy canes, but I would try it. It's it's an awesome experience, and you know it really kind of like when you think of you know Christmas or whatever. It's just like that that will be one of your memories. I think I should try it. Should I try it? Try it. I mean. Christmas is my birthday, so uh, I mean, exactly. well, yeah. I meant yeah. to eat candy canes. Yeah. Do you? I'll have. To, oh, go ahead. Do you recommend having this with like coffee or a or, hot chocolate? Yeah, or a hot chocolate because this is in my head. I'm thinking there's some sort of warm beverage you want to pair this with, but maybe I'm off. Sure. No, I, I think a hot chocolate would go awesome with it. Um, I, I don't drink coffee, so I, you know, it may go well with it. I, you know, but personally, I, I don't drink it. Um, you know, like I, I'll be honest, I only went there once, so I wasn't prepared to like pair a beverage okay. with it. I was just like, I just wanted to see what all the hype was about. You know what I mean? Cause you know, about five years ago or so Guy Fieri did a special about Disneyland and you know, that was one of the segments mm-hmm. that he incorporated was the, the whole candy cane experience. And, uh, um, you know, like it got people on the hype train about, about the candy canes and deservedly so, I mean, you know, they, they, you know, it just, 
you know, for those who haven't experienced may not understand, you know, like how special it is. And that's why I'm trying to impart to people now, you know, all your listeners and you guys uh, that, you know, this is definitely a worthwhile experience. Okay. So that is essential holiday food slash snacking. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Excellent. Okay. So Jess, you mentioned there were a couple of questions. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, well, one of the questions we can go with was uh, from Joey and he wanted to know, because he's headed into the parks early December, he wanted to know how early do they post the dates and times for these candy canes? You know, I, that's a good question. I believe they probably, they might have them out now. Um, it, you know, I, I haven't really followed it. Uh, I, that's a good question. I mean, if you Google it, I mean, you know, you can, all the like Disney food blog and, uh, um, uh, what's the other one? The, um, uh, there's another, uh, you know, Disney world website that does Disneyland stuff as well. Um, anyways, they, you know, they, you know, when, if you could just Google it, like Disneyland candy cane schedule or whatever, mm-hmm. then it, it'll, it'll show up. Okay. You know, it just, yeah, it's, I, I don't, I don't have the uh, dates memorized off the top of my head, but again, oh yeah, see, oh no, well this 2016. So uh, <laughs> last year, uh, November 10th, they announced it. So, okay. it, you know, maybe by tomorrow or yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to say starting around sometime soon. Okay. All right. All right. Oh wait, oh, oh. let's see. Uh, oh no, this was updated November 8th, 2017. So this is actually really recent. Um this is on uh, what's this Disneyland Daily website. Uh, let's see. Well, it says the candy cans are twelve ninety. Oh, okay. So they do have the dates up now. So uh, over at the um, Candy Palace at Disneyland, they have it November twenty fourth and 29th and December first, fourth, sixth, eight, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, eighteen, twenty, and twenty four. Okay. And then they have the dates listed for trolley treats again. I mean, if you if you're not going to be there on the dates that it's going to be at Candy Palace, then Trolley Treats, you know, I mean, you know, go for it. You know, I mean, like it maybe it's not as special because of you know the historical aspect of it, right. but you know, you're still going to get a great candy cane, and uh, it, it's going to be worthwhile. It just, you know, just make sure if you if you do wait early to to get these candy canes, eat one. If you're going to get a couple, like you know, get get one for a souvenir and one to eat mm-hmm. right away, then that's fine. But don't just like get one and like, oh, I'm going to save this forever. It's like, no, that's not the point of it. You know yeah, I mean? the point's to eat it there and while exactly. it's okay, cool. All right. Um, okay, so the next question is from Dan, and Dan uh, he wanted to know. He said, "What would be the best date night restaurant?" in your eyes and he said either dca or disneyland ah that's a good He'll question be taking I, I his wife it, there soon so oh his wife okay yeah. so because uh, i was gonna say well is this like a new, a new no no nope married it's like okay so if you're married so you don't have to go as much you know you don't have to do baller status anymore <laughs> uh, uh let's see here i'm trying to think um If you're doing Disneyland, I mean, I, I hate to say it, maybe this is like a standby restaurant for me, but, you know, Blue Bayou, it doesn't matter what time of the day or night. It's it's a great restaurant. Uh, if you're at, if you're going nighttime, though, um, another great view of, you know, of Disneyland is uh, the Cafe Orleans uh, that has, you know, just make sure you're sitting outdoors on, on the patio. Um, and uh, let's see if you're at uh, DCA. 
I would say, uh, I mean, even though they don't have a great menu selection, I mean, Cove Bar Bar is pretty romantic if you can get a waterside table. Um, Wine Country Tartori is pretty good as well. Um, I like it. Um, Then... uh, I mean, of course, the you know Carthay Circle Restaurant is is pretty awesome, uh, you know, a, you know again, but you know that's kind of more on the expensive side. So you know, if if you're looking to go on a budget, then maybe you know just that's not you know. Yeah. I mean, it could be a good special treat though, right? I mean, you know, so I, we enjoyed it last time we went. We I mean, we didn't really eat eat, but that was damn, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as far as like downtown Disney area, of course. Uh, you know, if if you got the uh, the funds for it, I mean, you know, there's the um, uh, Earl, oh of Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> there you go. All right, there's across the street. If you just walk a few blocks, you can go to McDonald's too. You yeah, just, there you go. So you- any, anything on the right side menu uh, you know, <laughs> that says value meal, that's all you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no cheese because the cheese is extra. That's pretty funny. All right, let's see here. So the next one, um, this is the or last question, and this is from Jose. Jose is one of our listeners from Mexico. Well, international flavor. He is. And he said, um, I'll read you his message. Okay, he says, first of all, I want to say hi to Jay and thank him because I was there last late September and out of the many times I've been there, this time was different. It was different, enjoying the different restaurants and treats Jay recommended for the la- for this last summer, oh. uh, which was still hotter than usual, even for me, um, that I come from the desert south from Arizona. Uh, this And he said, this, w- uh, this is my question. Even though it is traditionally, or hang on, he wrote this wrong. Even though it is traditional from Christmas to winter to have a warm treat or drink, is there any cold ones that you would enjoy or recommend uh, in these hot California winter days? Well, I, I told you about the the. Uh, well, first off, is it Jose, right? Yes. Yeah, Jose. Hey, thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. I, you know, I I'm glad that you know I'm able to, you know, share my my foodie fun with you and and uh, that uh, my dishes, uh, you know, made you made your experience that much better because you know that's that's the whole point of me being on the show, right? And yeah. I just you know I I'm not I'm not getting paid to do this. I just do it for the for the love and joy of mm-hmm. of you know of sharing my experiences of you know Disneyland food. So. Anyhow, um, as far as the, uh, the the colder drinks is concerned, like I had mentioned earlier, the holiday eggnog cocktail, if you're going for an adult beverage, is pretty amazing. Um, you know, it, it, it is a bit strong, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, at least for me anyways, I, I think that um, – you know, it's it's a great way to get yourself in the in the uh, holiday spirit. Uh, as far as like the um, as far as uh, like another cold drink, um, because I you know like when I think of the the winter time, you know, like we always associate it with like a a um, you know like the the hot apple cider, you know, that kind of thing, or or you know hot cocoa or whatever. Um, and so I'm looking on, and there's another drink. They have a hot buttered rum mm. uh, at the Winter Sliderland, which sounds pretty good. Um, but here's one that looks pretty interesting. It's called a uh, Frosty Frosé. Oh. It's mm. a frozen rosé with a blue curacao mm-hmm. and white cranberry juice and a mint uh, with a mint sprig. Oh, that and, sounds good too. Yeah, that's over the same place where the pumpkin spice float cocktail is as well, and that's that's cold also. So those are two other uh, suggestions. Thanks for that. All right. 
Perfect. Well, yeah, those were just a couple of them that reached out to me. So I let them know that we were going to be chatting with you again tonight. So that was just a few that reached out and wanted. That actually makes me really, really happy. Does that make you happy? It does. It, it totally does. That Jose from Mexico listens to us. Likes likes Jay coming on here and wants to know yeah. and actually follow Jay's advice when he was there in um, uh, September and of course you should follow his advice yeah. whenever you go but it just is like oh this is a nice little connection we have going on I'm here I'm telling you we got a yeah. good little family going yeah awesome awesome cool. well yeah. I'm happy and and uh, thank you Jay if uh, you know next time you're there uh, let me know man and hopefully I'll be there at the same time and and I'll take you around and there I'll you buy go. you at least a beer or two there you go <laughs> oh my gosh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I want to take right. you up on that. Day. I want to go. Wait, so. yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I, you know, one, one of these days we'll we'll have to have to hook up. I mean, you know, my wife, uh, you know, all the. Uh, um, all the uh, uh, podcasts that I've been on, you know, she's listened to and, and she really enjoys um, you guys. And, and um, you know, I, uh, you know, I enjoy being on the show, so I appreciate it. And, and um, thank you for making me part of your family. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, thank you for being on, man. That, that yeah. is so awesome. Every time you come on, it's always something new. It's fantastic. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. love it. Well, all right. Let me make sure. So while we have you here, Jay, yes. just real quick, just um, what are your quick High-level thoughts of downtown Disney being sort of gutted hmm. for, the, for the new hotel and your your quick idea about uh, – or quick thoughts on Pixar Pier. I, okay, so I'll, I'll go backwards here. I think Pixar Pier is a great idea. Um, that back area of, um, you know, the, the, where they have all the games and stuff like that, honestly, that is – to me, that's counter to everything that Walt wanted. You know what I mean? He didn't want the the like cheesy gimmicky games mm-hmm. where you win prizes and stuff like that. Right. He didn't want those like you know wooden roller coasters that all the other you know parks had. You know he wanted something different, something unique, and that was just a rehash of you know all the you know like boardwalk pure you know type thing which is which is great you know in terms of like the historical aspect is concerned, but it's not really part of like what Walt visioned, you know what I mean? In, in, you know, I don't know. It just, it, to me, I'm, I'm glad that they are making, um, you know, they're, they're kind of folding into the fray, the, the Pixar, um, license, uh, you know, or the, the, um, what do you call it? Not the license, the, uh, IP. Yeah. Yeah. the IP, there you go. Uh, you know, that they, um, you know, that they're, they haven't really utilized to the full extent and, and I'm glad, you know, they're, they're putting it there. Um, as far as like that hotel, uh, I, you know, it's, it, 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 I, I, I don't like it. I mean, I don't like the hotel because it looks very, uh, like from an architectural aspect, it's kind of like an eyesore, you know what I mean? It, it, it really <laughs> yeah. like doesn't flow well with everything else that's going on. The only thing I can, um, like like figure out is you know for the future is that they're going to demolish the existing disneyland hotel mm-hmm. just make that disneyland hotel because yeah. i mean it doesn't make sense to have two hotels right next to each other and you know what i mean like you have to walk through one hotel to get to another hotel that doesn't you know, make sense whatsoever so i'm not sure what they're planning to do with that that area back there but it just it'd be a disappointment because i mean they just finished a remodel of you know the rooms and, yeah. and the exterior and stuff like that so you know why why destroy that but you know whatever i mean you know they've got you know all the the politics and stuff like that i i try not to get wrapped up in it too much you know with the the whole eastern gateway thing or whatever (laughs) i mean 
but you know it just seems like um you know to me disneyland you know that the people that you know the the executives at disneyland are being spiteful mm-hmm. and just like well you're not gonna let us have this well psh, we're gonna do this then you know yes I mean? yes so I don't know. And then as far as like the destruction of Rainforest Cafe and uh, ESPN Zone and uh, the theater, you know, I think that's a bigger deal to the residents of the area. Like MC Theaters, I never went there. Um, I think I actually I did go there one time. But I mean, you know, other than that, I mean, I, you know, if I'm going all the way to Disneyland Resort, which, you know, of course, it's only 40 minutes away. But I still I mean, I'm not going to drive 40 minutes just to go watch a movie at downtown Disney. You know what I mean? I'm sure I'm going there to, to visit the theme parks and stuff like that and i'd rather you know spend time you know going on the rides than than watching the you know the latest flick because i can just go down the block and, and do that myself you know what i mean oh, absolutely. Um, yeah and you know like earl of sandwich that's gonna you know that's gonna go inside that little resort area um starbucks of course i mean that's just a given that it's gonna be inside the hotel probably they'll have two or three of them in there <laughs> uh, espn zone i'm i think that that's not doing too well altogether right. um so i i'm i'm not sure if that's really going to be a major loss for for anyone um rainforest cafe though is kind of a big deal i think i mean i every time i go by there there's there's quite a few people inside mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if they're going to incorporate that in to that uh, resort area or that that new you know hotel structure or if they're going to uh just say uh you know we'll just go across the way and, and follow uh, the the house of blues people you know yeah and i mean that's a it's a huge possibility because there is space over there right but I'm excited for the the uh what's it the three strikes or whatever they're going to call the bowling alley that's mm. going to because that's going to have like a pretty big restaurant and you know it's going to have bowling which you know it's cool you can you can you can knock out a game of bowling and <laughs> you know, lucky no not lucky strike lucky strike is um at the uh, LA live but mm-hmm. yeah I'm just trying to think of the name of the bowling alley there but Wait, anyways that, that should be fun uh strike it no um it's, it's something strike isn't it right the new uh, one? Oh no it's uh splitsville that's oh splitsville it. there you go okay I was gonna say strikes is here that's yeah ours. strikes is here but down the street from here that's ours yeah. Okay. Yep. I know, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not looking forward to everything else at the moment. No. So, yeah, about that. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, Jay, thank you so much for spending some time with us this evening and getting us in the holiday food mood because now I'm starving. I'm ready for a Christmas tree. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, it'll be here soon. I mean, give me another two weeks. Or no, I'll wait till after Thanksgiving. I'll be good. Ooh, Thanksgiving. Are you looking forward to Thanksgiving, Jay? Oh, yeah. Every year. <laughs> Thanksgiving actually is a bigger deal uh, for my family than than Christmas because we have, like, my whole family, like, extended family, cousins and nieces, nephews, uh, you know, mm-hmm. aunts, uncles, all that stuff, you know, and everybody conglomerates into to one place and, you know, there's plenty of food for everyone, whereas Christmas is a little more immediate family type situation, okay. you know, like, you know, my mother, sister, you know, that kind of thing, aunts, you know, like my, not my aunts and uncles, but my, um, my nieces and nephew and that type of thing, so... Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I know it's always the busiest the night before. It's always the busiest at our restaurant because yeah, all the kids and stuff are coming in for families and whatnot. And yep, that's the busiest day. Yeah, for me, it's well, the, it's a calm before the storm for what I do. Well, yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, you know, yeah, that that's cool. I, I, 
you know, one thing that I would love to do one of these days is uh, I'd like to go to Disneyland. Um, every year they have a big Thanksgiving feast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do it for Easter uh, also in Christmas, but I don't know. It's just Thanksgiving seems pretty, pretty cool. Um, and I think it's around a hundred bucks or whatever, but it's like a really fancy, smancy uh, buffet, like all you can eat buffet with like, like, you know, really high end food. So it, it look every, from all the pictures I've seen, you know, that people post every year, it, it looks pretty amazing. And, you know, one of these days, maybe I'll do it. Yeah, I hear it's good. Mike, since my cousin moved down there to work there, uh, her parents, they go down for Thanksgiving and that's exactly what they do instead of, uh, you know, instead of coming here and eating with everybody because she's working and they always eat, they do that and they say it's great. Yeah, it's so, cool. Yeah, good stuff. All right. All right, yeah. Jay. Oh, so we'll uh, we'll talk to each other again soon, and uh, I um, we're gonna my wife and I are gonna be going uh, be like end of November, beginning of December. We're going to go and do our little staycation thing. Yes. So uh, I'll have some uh, food reviews for you if Sweet. if you'd like. Awesome, yeah, definitely, because we everyone loves to hear that. I mean, our listeners are. Yep. They are always psyched when we say that we're going to have you back on. Yes. Um, they get excited. So, yeah, we're going to do like a – in December, we're going to do like an end-of-the-year review. So maybe we can have you on for a quick section in there and you can just give us some rundowns mm-hmm. on some stuff. Yeah. Sure. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, Jay. Well, thank you so much and you have a good night and we will talk to you soon. All right. Take care, guys. All right, Jay. Bye, Jay. Right, thank you. A lot. Wow. Well, thank you, Jay. That was uh, wow. Really, really, really good stuff. Um, it's always nice when he when he comes on. Yeah, I mean, like I say, so much knowledge comes out of that guy. It's just like, and then the pictures, and then him representing at the park too, representing the LTP at the park. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. I love that. Yes, and Jose made a you know uh, connection with him. Yeah, yeah isn't so that awesome? That's awesome. That's so good. I mean, that I love the fact that our our tiny little show here is helping people get together and, and uh, connect and and that's that's why we do it that is it why, is it, it's why we do it yeah um so thanks again jay and you definitely are part of the family um yeah look forward to hearing more from you soon yeah and uh, yeah i just yeah those holiday foods got me really hungry and into the holiday spirit so. i'm telling you god those nachos look good they did so does the oh that eggnog sounded good and the the egg, good. Yeah, the eggnog sounds like uh, hello. And the soup sounds good. The soup sounded good. I know, I know, just but the soup was good. Uh, bacon. <laughs> hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> okay, so before we um, announce next episode, what we have contest going on, right? We do have a contest going on. We are going to be so again. Y'all are gonna need to chime in here either on Instagram, Instagram, and or Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we are going to have a contest if you could create a holiday food. What would you create? Yep. So you're going to need to give us a name and to, whatnot. To be served at the park. At the parks. Yeah. Okay. At the parks, yes. Either that or what you'd like to see. Yeah. Basically, whether you create one or you'd like to see it there, one of those kind of things. So, And then we're going to pick... A winner. A winner. Yes, and we will. Yes. And then you get stuff. Cool stuff. Yes. From us. All right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up episode number 47. Number 48 comes up uh, in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about our top five and bottom five queues at the Disneyland Resort. Um, yeah. That should be interesting. That's sure. going to be fun. Yes. I started to think about that right away. And, I, and, you know, I started thinking top five, and then my mind went, mm, no, you go bottom five first. That's mm-hmm. going to be, I'm already starting to think about yeah, my bottom Yeah, you're going to have to do bottom five first. Yeah, we're okay. going to have to go there. We're going to start off bad, and then we'll finish up on a good note. Yes. Hopefully. 
Okay. And I'm sure Jess and I will fight about something. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. And then something to think about uh, towards the end of the year, we, I want you guys to send us your predictions for 2018. That's uh, coming up. That's coming up. It's, I'm just throwing, the, throwing it out there, and we will read them in our first episode of 2018 yeah. and see how things and see how we are doing. Yep. Um, just not, just uh, one other way to get you guys involved in the show. Absolutely. The more you guys are into the show, the better they always get. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> definitely um, encourage you guys to speak out on that. Uh, okay. So, Jess, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram is Jess Farfan. My Facebook is Jessica Farfan. And uh, thank you all for whoever you add. When you add me, sending me a message. Jose did. It was hilarious. I think I sent you guys that, right? He sent me a message saying, this is Jose, by the way. Just wanted to let you know I wasn't a creeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, my Snapchat code is on uh, the Leaving Today podcast Instagram page. So you can follow me there for all of our Disney adventures. Okay. Udi, for, for more witty banter, for more soapbox talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't stay too no, long did. on there, did I? No, you didn't. Okay. I know. I, I don't really track my time on there, and I figure... Somebody will yank me off of it if I go too far. But anyway, um, okay, so you can find me on my socials, which are Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. All are H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E. Honestly, I don't do much on the Snapchat. I do snap people, but it's more my friends. Um, but on um, on the Instagram, yeah, I'm on there a bit. Um, and then you can also follow me on my other show, uh, Bad or Bad, which is all movie-centric. Let's see. <laughs> uh, what did we just do that should be getting posted here? Um, oh, Thor. Uh, review for Thor Ragnarok. That should be coming up nice. here. And then, uh, yeah, you can find me there, Team Bad or Bad. Um, there, and we also have a Facebook page and a YouTube page, all Bad or Bad, one word on those. All right. Uh, you can find me at leaveitodaypodcast.com um, or Instagram at leaveitodaypodcast or send an email at info at leaveitodaypodcast.com. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, go out to the parks and try some of this delicious food. Yeah, do it. Yes. Do it. Until then, guys, I'll see you in the parks. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. got to figure out next Can you episode. Stop We're... talking, please. No. You're giving me a headache. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Nope. nope. Let me see it. Nope. Let me see it. You know if I take it off it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not gonna... you don't have to take it off. Oh my god. Yeah, but you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> and I don't know why. Why do you Okay. Because you are a sarcastic. That's got god my. Yeah, it's too short. Baby. It's too short. Short. It's too short. Okay, we're back to the news. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. I got to drink more. Drink your... What are you looking at? Don't you even... You keep your hands off my Reese's. Stop screwing around. You know how much he likes me? Not very much. Not anyway, much okay. <laughs> not very much? <laughs> I said not as much as this one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs>
That's why I'm okay. See? You're ready to get all hyphy on me in that. I'm still hyphy. I know. We're just going to do things a little different right oh, now. Okay. Let's Sorry. get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or not? No. Right. Never mind. <laughs> Ready to get off my back. <gasps> oh, man. I'll show you my monkeys. Your what? My monkeys. But then when you pet her, she bites you. Oh, well, that I have no control over. Why you got to ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said? No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Get over it. Oh, I was just asking. I can't ask questions now? No. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Okay. Bam! Oh, what? My mouth hurts. And every time I look at it, it makes me cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> it really does. I'm still hungry. <laughs> I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. So I look at it, and it's a decent-sized steak. 16 cents. Like- so I picked up another one. 14 cents. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Drink your alcohol that's way too strong. Way too strong. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. I like it. Can we do that again?